literally, I'll be doing this while having my tea, and then I'm going to have a drink as well. So we'll be doing this. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to talk shit. I, I don't, I don't recognise you, Ben. Where, where's um, where's the signature Ben Beard? He's had a haircut as well, Addy. He's got a fade. Uh, Have you got a fade? Are you rejoining the army? Oh my god! The only the only fade I've got is it's where my hair is fading away. <laughs> you do actually look like you you uh, want to get in the train to Litchfield. Yeah. Or or, or uh, Limpsdale Commander Training Centre. Litchfield, I heard. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> They wouldn't. They, they wouldn't. They wouldn't let me go to uh, Limston, would they? For if you remember. Oh, the bastard said I was too small to be a bootneck. So what's Luke doing? Why is Luke? I wouldn't what, mind, what, but it wasn't what? actually a bootneck. He said it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to say to that, Ben. Um. Sorry. I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, it was you. It was you. You're all bad. <laughs> um, Gaz, yeah, so Luke is, uh, I think he's running errands. Running errands? Yeah, he's okay. running errands. So I, specifically, I don't know, but he's running errands. Uh, I've got about as much gen as uh, you've got from the group. Okay. Well, Senna, do you wanna, would you want to push it right 30, 30 minutes? And then we get him in. I'm, I'm really not asked. You know what I mean? It's uh, like that's not... Like anything about against Luke, obviously, but yeah, he's he seems to be like I'll just turn up when I turn up. So just wait. Yeah, what I, I'm I, gonna I, do? I'm gonna pop and get rid of these fucking dogs, and I'll be back in a minute. Oh, that looks nice, Ben. Look at that. All right, good, isn't it? Come on. Uh, pushing right thirty minutes makes sense. Like, I, need to I don't know why I'm, I'm having a right, right crow moment with my phone. But come on. I can show you how. How do you do it, babe? Oh, there we go. Flip it. Hello. <laughs> okay. So, this is uh, not enough. Sorry? Do you show them cash? I'm not going to show them cash. No. Why? I want to. No, because um, there's no reason. Because we're meant to be having dinner in a minute. It's a bit of an awkward moment while uh, while guys is away that I'm literally okay. sat here about uh, watching you eat dinner. Eat your dinner. <laughs> Do you know what? There's 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 YouTube videos in Japan where people pay people to watch people eat. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, two seconds. I'll get some ketchup. Is it? I'll get some. Thanks. It's probably a bit rude. I have returned. What's going down? Uh, well, ham, egg, and chips. That looks good. It's going down. There's a, there's a lot of yeah. chips there, Ben. Disgusting. No, there's not. It's just you the angle you're at. Tennessee of chips. Oh, there you go. Where's your app, Nick? Why haven't you got food? Do you want to drink? I'm giving shit to Ben, but uh, I've just scrammed the cheese board, so. Oh, really? Um, 
Yeah. Okay. Do, do do one 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 cheese. Um, oh, you got oh, a cheese board. Nicely done, nicely done. Hang on. Luke was here a second ago. Was it? Yeah, he's dropped in and dropped out. That, yeah. That's quite consistent for Luke anyway, generally speaking. <laughs> so what did I miss? Um, so, um, so, so how was, how was, how was, how was Christmas, uh, Nick? What did you get up to? Well, it depends on the guys who's recording the plan to put this part out. So, uh, officially, uh, we didn't. We um, stayed at home and uh, did what Tier Three told us to do. But unofficially, um, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we did the family thing. What, what local, I think I've seen my family back up north. I'm not not seen them for for a very long time. So oh. you, generic thing, just eating and drinking, um, which is we all seem to be doing right now. Yeah. Did you um? Did you manage to dig yourself out of the flood, Ben? Oh, uh, well, lovely. It's, it's, it has uh, has receded slightly. Um, it's receded slightly, uh, but not a great deal. Two seconds. Here you go, kids. Got that? Here you go. So you don't want to drink, babe? Not to decide whether to keep okay. this beard or not. <laughs> So come and listen to the blokes have tea <laughs> with the family. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll be all right. Be all right. Um, yeah. So uh, so a pretty steady Christmas all round, eh, lads? Pretty much, mum. What did you get up to, guys? Not a lot. I went to. Um, Try not to be down the microphone. Um, well, it looks like Luke's here. I, I went to went to my mum's. There we go. Check this out. Yeah, look at two packs score. <laughs> two packs come back, mate. <laughs> Chaos. Well, if you're, but it, it, just in case we put this bit out, I've run the audio version, obviously. And she drinking uh, beer as well. Luke's on with his kid. <laughs> Have you finished your Evans now, Luke? Say again. Is this you in now? Uh, yeah, probably only for like 10 15. I'll probably have to dip out, mate. Um, okay. But I haven't got, I'm obviously not got my headphones, so I'll just uh, I'll just keep mute. Fuck with that. Well, currently, this is pretty unworkable anyway, currently, mate, because fucking I'm eating a pizza and Ben's fucking <laughs> digging into his gammon. <laughs> <laughs> Took it into the carvery. Yeah. yeah. That, that, Ben's uh, talking into an Id idyllic uh, um, gammon and chips, and uh, well, I, I, I'd argue that I've, I've only, I'm the only one that's got the admin squared. Um, well, yeah. Okay, potentially, potentially, yeah. yeah. Well, have you? There you go. There's, uh, well, there's absolutely a, not. There's a win for you for 2020. I don't know about a win because it's, it's what you seem to be doing. It's not what you're actually doing. That, that's that's a common, uh, common, 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 most common thing I, uh, said thing I've heard in uh, in our job. Nick has um, to pretend to be professional as a striker. Have you actually... Oh, yeah. So, obviously, Boonex, you pick up and then you have to go and qualify, don't you? No, it's it, it's mental. So, you're, it, it's, it's all sorts of random rules. But, yeah, so I'll, I'll be, I'm taking acting in January and then I'll do a promotion course like later in the year. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, it, it's it's really exciting. I'm really looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. I can't, it's gonna be cool. The fun's it, definitely it, over now, mate. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to respond to that, guys. I'm trying to usually come back with something really witty and um, yeah. yeah, positive, but there isn't. Yeah. Other than, I, I just like to bring you back that Luke's little one looks like two packs of Chicago. Very cute. Yeah. So, uh, what's what's the topic for today? Is this going to be what you've been up to? Well, I think kind of main things, or are we going over stuff, or what? Well, we do a bit of that. But like Nick came came yeah. up with the twenty twenty, uh, like a a roundup of twenty twenty, and he's got we've got a list of news stories that happened in twenty twenty, and we'll just we'll mm. go through them. It's very it's quite American based, but you know we can use that to rip off riff off, I suppose. Yeah, it's. Um... I'll, I'll try and like remove some of the Americans, like the, the impeachment of Donald Trump on there, and uh, Kamala Harris chosen a Democratic VP candidate, and just sh- shout like that. I'll, yeah, um, I, I don't think that's relevant. Um, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I'll get you ready when you are. I'll um, I get this down my neck, and then um, I mean, it's not like it's the first time I've. Been eating during the podcast, is it? Nah, it's true. It's true. It's very normal. I'll, uh, I'll probably, yeah. I'll probably have to dip out in about ten fifteen, but I should be able to make it back. Okay. Yeah. I'll drop you a message, like, just to make sure you're still on. Roger. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Right. Well, we've been recording for the whole time we've been on. What's this? Been on about ten minutes. Brilliant. Recording the whole time, so. I will decide whether we're going to keep any of this, but here we go. It is the, uh, it's actually the first episode of the group podcast since the rebrand. So we are now the group podcast. Exciting stuff, I know. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do the scoop, right? Yeah, or, or making yeah. whooping noises. Um, oh, yeah. Enthusiasm yeah. would be good, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, basically it makes no difference. It's nice to feel part of something. Yeah, so this yeah, is the mate, first episode of that. She's fucking chundered again. Oh, mate. Oh, ben, Ben's doors. Oh. Can I Betty? No. Is, is, is this unworkable? It's not unworkable. <laughs> it's just, we're basically just broadcasting uh, Luke to what? sick up his kid. Fucking mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Maybe we'll start again. Yeah, like, by looking after a little fucking para. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like there's going to be some editing in this one. I think I'm going to get busy tomorrow. <laughs> Good possible, mate. Well, you're having a fucking mega time chilling out tomorrow over the turmoil editing. Okay, so yeah, okay, let's first, uh, let's roll it. Yeah, first episode of the the group podcast. Here we go for the second time. Um, welcome. So the situation is this: we thought, fuck it, let's do a one where on New Year's Eve, where we've had a drink, uh, nice and casual, slightly more relaxed, and you know, even less professional than we we normally do it. Um, but we've taken that slightly too far because Ben's in the middle of his tea. If you if, like, if you're on the audio version, you can't see. Ben is knee deep in a gammon and an egg, uh, and I've got a massive pizza. 
Luke's in terrible cleaning sick off his kid. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and Nick is just there frowning because he's the only one who's actually being professional. <laughs> yeah, so we thought we'd give it a go. So we could have waited until the first week of uh, like next week, could have waited till then before fuck it, we'll do this. So Nick came up with the idea that we would do a like a 2020 roundup and sort of go through a few news stories or whatever, what happened in 2020 and use that as a bit of a, a, a jump off to talk about whatever. I've done a little thing on my Instagram as well, just asking, you know, some questions and if anyone wants us to talk about anything in particular, pardon me, pardon me. Um, yeah, so how is everybody? <laughs> this is absolute carnage, Gaz. Right, so I'm currently I've got Gaz. Um, right, I'll start from the bottom left. I've got I've got Ben scrambling the gammon and eggs, and it looks spot on. By the way, I've got Luke, Luke uh, cleaning puke up from his uh, little one, and then Gaz, you're just That's burping the down the microphone. Uh, it's absolute carnage. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. isn't that 2020 think- though? That's oh, that, that is 2020 was uh, was kind of <laughs> that, that's it. That t- Ben's just summed up. That that is 2020 summed up in uh, in 20 seconds. Mm. Completed it. Podcast um, complete. So, um, so what's the first topic? What's what's the first one you want to go on to, Nick? Yes, this was um, so, your idea. So. Um, I've uh, I did a bit of research into this and thought right, well, let's get the key highlights of uh, 2020. So I jumped onto uh, Gaz's uh, internet search history, and it came up with uh, <laughs> a website called Glamour Magazine, um, and these are the top highlights of the year of 2020 as per uh, uh, Glamour Magazine, plus one or two extras. Um, I thought you were actually really trying to stitch me off there. Nice. I thought there was a stitch-up coming there that I didn't know about. Well, the, the stitch was that in your internet search history, you've been looking at Glamour magazine. So it's a, it's a very mild um, okay. mild stitch-up. So, okay. yeah, the, the, the first one on the list is, I don't know if I remember, I hardly remember this, the Australian bushfires. Yeah. Fucking hideous. Like, this, so 2020 seems to start off. Like, was that that year? Was that this, was that this yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's never been good. This year's never yep. been good, has it? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a friend of mine, he was uh, in like... hospital off the back of that. No. Oh, that? Go on, Ben. What do you say, Ben? Uh, um, a, yeah, a mate of mine, an old, uh, one, of my, one of my oldest friends, um, yeah, he, he was in hospital off the back of that. Yeah, like many people out in Australia, a lot of people volunteered to help a lot of these sort of isolated areas they had sort of people who were almost like reserved firemen mm-hmm. working out the back and um at the bush and um and they were you know everyone was digging out blind to try and uh, secure and keep safe their own little communities mm. um i mean it was, it, was, it was devastating what happened um obviously there's a lot of conspiracy theories about who lit it and and uh, and and even conspiracy theories about. Um, I don't know. Well, you need to, you need to go into that. We I like conspiracy that. theories. Yeah. We like and I don't, Ben. Yeah, we like these. Please do elaborate. Well, what, what, yeah, one of the conspiracy theories I think I heard was um, that these uh, some of the fires were meant to be quite small fires started um, by um, sort of uh, environmentalists trying to prove a point or make a point 
be about what they actually end up doing was creating mass devastation, putting too much carbon dioxide and fumes and poisonous gases into the atmosphere and actually causing a lot more hassle and, and worth than, uh, than what they were trying to um, That's about right. uh, protest against. Oh, yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, you know, also bushfires are a, a, a completely natural thing that happens all the time. And a lot of the time you have these bushfires and it creates new growth, etc. So, you know, very much. Like, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I like a lot of these stories, a lot of these stories, sorry, a lot, a lot of these stories, you, you know, some uh, massive tra uh, tragedies. Um, and then out the back of it, you get some really good and real stories. You get some great stories of people who've gone above and beyond to uh, to sort of support their local community. So local heroes out of the back of these things. Mm, yeah, I mean, this is this isn't like a really controversial subject because I think we can all, we can all agree it's pretty shit. Not a great way for certainly Australia to start the year. Um, I, I remember seeing the pictures and like half the country, not half the country, but a substantial amount of it was on fire. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty crap. But it's uh, yeah. It, it, we can't argue against it. It's, it's a pretty crap way. However, I do believe that this second point is quite controversial. Um, and I've got my thoughts on it. Um, ha happy for me to fire away, Gaz? Go. So, uh, next point I've got here is Prince Harry, Meghan Markle quit the royal family. Okay, let's do it. Webster's. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> You can't quit a family. Yeah, how much? I know, but how much? How much of this is actual? You know, I, a lot of it. My my parents have done it. A lot of people jumped on the bandwagon and sort of um, slated the pair of them and everything else. How much of this is is the proverbial? You know, stirring. You know, I've just got to watch what they say. My kids are in front of me at the moment. So you know, how much of this is a bit of you know, turd stirring that kind of went on to make them out to be the complete villains and how much of it is actually down to, you know, uh, Meghan Markle being a pain in the ass. It seems to me, this is sort of my view on it, like, <clears throat> so there's a lot of people who want to give him a free pass because he's, you know, he's a, so, but I've never met him, you know, I'm sure, you, have you met him, Ben? No, I haven't, I'm not, I'd no? like to. Yeah, right. People have said like he's, a, he's a decent guy, and obviously, you know, he's he's done stuff military-wise that other people haven't. Um, but I think the issue is that people people don't like her, and there's all sorts of reasons why people why the media will tell you that people don't like her. So it's it's very easy to get well, you know, you're a racist if you don't like her. That's the thing that's been pulled out the bag, hasn't it? Standard, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not. I just it seems to me yeah. that. I obviously don't know her either. Surprise, surprise. But like, it seems to me that she just doesn't really, she didn't really get the royal family. And she didn't really get, and this is like, you take away anything about her, you know, using it for her career, which is a, a possibility, you know. People are humans, people are not some people would do that. But it seems to me she didn't really understand what she was getting herself into. And when it turned out that actually, guess what, big guy? You're not the star of the show. You are like fucking Z-list within the royal family. You're not going to be, you know, this all over the place princess fucking whatever. That's not how it is. And 
the reality is Harry is a uh, a man and men think with their dicks and you know what I mean he's I think he's just yeah. in that situation yeah. where he's got himself got, a hot chick in his eyes and wants to be all the way I quite, I quite agree, but also, you know, I think what we have learned, certainly of 2020, is that, and, and these are going to be some points that Nick's going to bring up in a minute, is the media can't be trusted. The media cannot be trusted whatsoever, and they'll stir whatever. So I'm not giving, I'm not necessarily giving her the benefit of the doubt, but I would say she's a pretty easy target. She, she has supposedly said some pretty stupid things, you know, and, and obviously the line they've taken with the uh, Black Lives Matter thing, um, and obviously all the, the other side of it, how um, they want to uh, step away from the royal family, but they're quite happy to take the royal protection, yeah. and obviously all the other bits and pieces about Canada supporting this, and, and, and obviously the other issues that she has with her estranged dad, and the fact that she's mixed race and all this other crap. How much of that is actually true, and uh, you know, uh, how much of it is just cracked and stirred up by by the media? Um, you know, if they got nothing else to say, what do they do? They talk about special forces. They talk about the royal family. You know, uh, so, so, I, so I do agree with you. To, I agree with you to an extent, Ben. But that she's she's married a prince. She she knew what she was marrying when she when she you know said yes. Uh, so this fact, is it. She thought she's tried to play that she didn't know who he was. She's been like, oh, I was introduced to him. I had no idea who he was. It's like, I, really, look mate? at the state of him. Look at the state. Really? He's rats. He's rats. He's <laughs> punching. She's she's gorgeous. So when I don't know when, about that. So so when he said uh, when he said yes when she proposed to him, like she knew exactly what she she was getting into. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, you, you don't like it's a real family. They're very well known. Um, and since since they're sort of since leaving the royal, quitting the royal family, she was, uh, and so she wasn't a good actor or like she's semi-famous on uh, TV series Suits. Um, since quitting the royal family, she's now part. She's got a massive contract with Netflix and to make whatever some. Um, I, I don't know what, but they're, they're doing like kids stories and stuff. So yeah. the, you know her fame and um, her the, the move to LA and it's only grown since, hasn't it? So yeah. Is this to drive the fact that is to drive the fact that Harry, although yes, he's a prince, um, you know, where is he in line to the throne? Where is he in line to actually having an occupation within the royal family? What would be his role? Um, if he hasn't really got a role, is he now having to survive for himself and, and cut a living? And if he's cutting a living, is the fact that he's using uh, his background to do that? So, um, you know things like the Netflix contracts and everything else, you know, Fergie did the same sort of rubbish before because at the end of the day, you know, these people have got to cut a living. Uh, you know, I quite agree. I would like to see a, a complete royal family doing royal family stuff, promoting themselves. But, you know, they also have to justify their living. Is he disgruntled? Is he treated as an outcast? Is there the, the other side of it? I don't know. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I think she's an idiot. But how much of this is drummed up, as I said, by the media, and how much are they are they really idiots? I don't know. No, I agree. So, so I agree with you. I agree with you, Nick. But I'm just saying that what the stories that we hear for about her and him is it them, or is it 
you know, is it is it driven by them? That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, they, but, but, they don't have a yeah. problem being in the newspaper, do they? You know what I mean? Yeah. They're quite happy to be in the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think I, I, for someone like him with his background, and you know, and anyone I've known that met that has met him, have always spoken highly of him. He seems like he has his head on his shoulders. Um, you know, I don't really don't see him being that much. I don't really don't see him being, you know, whipped as much as maybe the media is making him out to be. Maybe not. I just think that the British public, like, you know what we're like. I, I, I like the British public because we're quite, I don't know, there's a line with us. I think the British public are quite happy for him to do anything he wants to make a living, to be absolutely anything like that, and they want happiness for the guy. They, some of them might think he's, they've, he's been taken advantage of or you know, led astray by this you know, chick, and we've all been led astray by chicks. That's what happens if you're a man. Um, <clears throat> but I think the British public expects a bit of balance. So yeah, fine, you can do whatever you want, but you need to do a bit of royal stuff as well. And you, there's 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 things you can't do. You've got to have that balance. Like, and if you want to go cut cut the line and go and disappear, then you get mm. nothing. Like you don't get to have your cake and eat it. You work as a royal, and you can do some of the shit in to make some extra cash. That's fine. You're not going to be the king, so that's there's no drama with that. But you know what I mean? If you want to cut away and just be a, a civvy effectively, you don't get all the perks. I think that's the issue. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Quite agree. Uh, you know, uh, we we want to see justification where where our money's going and where the Canadian Cana uh, uh, Canadian uh, tax dollars are going. You know, we want to see. Um, but, uh, but also, we know that we've got going back to the press piece. We know we've got the harshest press in the world. So, you know, yeah. I just, uh, you know, I know this is going slightly off topic, but it will come back later. But no, the, the, the British yeah. media is, uh, well, the, 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 the big media at the moment is public number enemy, is public enemy number one. I, People need to, bet, need to see that. I, I'd agree with you, Ben. And I think, yeah, it, the, the, biggest, the biggest story that is, um, is maybe twisted words and taking sides on this year, arguably, I'd say would be the COVID-19 pandemic. And, uh, that that's uh, a, a, almost a smooth segue onto uh, sort of our next uh, big highlight of uh, of twenty twenty. Um, with the COVID nineteen pandemic, there's a lot of areas we could discuss, drip, moan, own have our own appearance. But I, th I think it'd be quite interesting to talk about how it's affected our own businesses, both positively and negatively. I think we've covered it before, but um, yeah, j just I suppose to summarise for for the year. So, like Gaz, have you have you been massively massively seen off? Um, um COVID nineteen, is it? I gotta be honest, like I was writing on my like end of year email thing today, which goes out in about half hour. Um yeah, I was writing that today and it made me sort of, I was thinking back over, you know, all the how this has been. I was trying to summarize the year a little bit. And I've got to be honest, it hasn't really so it hasn't affected smooth running that much. There's I've had to be like just as a normal tick over year, just staying in business, <clears throat> it's not been that bad. And I think that is, as I'm sure it's the same with you, it's because um, a lot of our customers are key workers and are employed and have 
and haven't been affected as badly financially, so they still had spare cash to buy stuff. And I'm not saying the cities haven't, but there's it's cities, you know what I mean? Um, people with a, who are from that background, all key workers haven't. But yeah, that seems to have been the case. So there's been things that I wanted to be able to do this year that I haven't been able to do because, you know, I've had to be careful financially. Because I, you always like, oh, this seems, at first you sort of, you're not flapping, but at first you're concerned. And you're like, well, this seems to be going okay. But you always stay in that, it seems to be going okay bit. I do anyway. I don't go into that. It's going to be fine. It's going to be mega, no dramas, because you don't know what's going to happen next month. So I've just been ticking over that level, and it's kind of been okay. Can't so, like- so, so, you, so, you don't get all, so you don't get all Ben Garwood about it. You you just stick, that, stick it in that okay area. But Ben's like the, the risk taker, isn't he? He's, he's like, they'll jump into a sea full of sharks, if he knows he can, uh, is an element of success at the end of it. Well, it's key. He's 4K now, mate. If you can do 4K now, you can. <laughs> well, I've got the shark, shark ripple in my Let's belt, be honest, yeah. yeah. You do you do that part of fucking uh, training, don't you? Underwater shark fighting and all that shit. He's not scared of sharks, mate. They actually do. I'm not even joking. In, Austra- in Australia, Australia, the boat troop actually do, and the dive troop over in Australia, guys, do actually jump into the sea where there is sharks. <laughs> I won't say where it is. Is there any reason for that? Are they just doing yeah, that because it's Australians? Well, it's the, only, it's the only bit of water they've got where they're, they're surrounded by water. It's the only bit that they do die in. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I tell you for us, though, what's what's broken us? Obviously, looking at the, the numbers of people recently, statistics of numbers of people under the age of 50, which is predominantly the demographic or the, the, the group of people buying from us, Um. You know, part of HR4K is a, is a community business where we we have locations that people come to to escape and get away and enjoy. You guys know because you come to the events. We do events, and it's about bringing communities together, and it's giving people somewhere uh, to feel part of something. Online is great, uh, but you don't really feel part of something online as much as you would do in person, obviously. Um so COVID has affected us, not necessarily on the online sales, but it's massively affected us bringing that community together of like-minded people, supporting veteran businesses, supporting local businesses and, and running these events. Going back to the stats piece of people under 50, it's quite staggering how many people under the age of 50 have died from COVID. I believe it's somewhere under 500 people that under the age of 50 that have actually died from COVID in the UK. Uh, so under 500, if you work that out to how many people have died in RTAs, RTCs, whatever you want to call them, how many people have died from suicide, how many people have died from alcohol and drug abuse, um, those numbers absolutely massively, um, uh, you know, supersede what people have died from COVID. Um, you know, Captain Hindsight and all that. But actually, if in my point of view, why didn't we just isolate the vulnerable and let the rest of let rest of the country get back to work and get back to enjoying life. Instead, what we've done is we've persecuted everyone for the one percent. You know, there's a ninety nine percent survival rate to COVID. The vaccine has a ninety four percent success rate. So, the survival rate is greater than the success rate of the actual uh, the vaccine. Why does the ninety nine percent have to suffer just for the one percent when the one percent can self isolate? 
it's it's absolutely mental. You know, how many people are furloughed? How many people are pretending to be furloughed? How many people are bluffing it? How many people haven't turned up for work? How many all these other bits and pieces and the country is absolutely suffering for the 1%? Um, I understand there's a problem and everything else. I completely understand that. But the rest of us are suffering. We are going to run out of money and we're destroying our country. We're destroying small businesses purely for a 1%. And for a hope of a vaccine has a less success rate than the survival rate of, of COVID. I, I have to agree with you, Ben. It's been an absolute fucking farce, absolute farce. But um, I, I suppose a counter argument to that would be a lot, a lot of people say, say it's a bit gutless and mindless to think, you know, the 1% is still 1%. It's still, still people that um, you are endangering by, by not doing this. Um, uh, lockdown, but you only have to look at. I, I don't know how New Zealand have done it, but you only have to look at countries New Zealand who have absolutely smashed it. China, China's working at um, a, a normal speed now. Uh, it's 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 back to fully back to normal, uh, and uh, the UK has just done seems to have done every single thing wrong that they could. And uh, to what extent the, the the small businesses, as you said, Ben, like, uh, we we know you're very much a people person. You, you like dealing with people. That HR4K, you have customers come in, you can sit down, chill out. Um, I, I'm, but with restrictions, I'm guessing that's completely been limited this year. Um, but how many people can have walking through that door? And as you said, you yeah. like the events. Yeah. I mean, we also do things like you know, there's a lot of stuff, and we we talk about this. Is this is not like I don't mean to turn this into the Ben Gard promoting HR4K piece, but <laughs> um, but the, the point is, you know, we it's have time. a lot of things going on in HR4K where we have uh, mental health art classes that go on, that they use our facility for free to run these classes, to run these meetings, to do all these other bits and pieces. There's a lot more that goes on there than someone just trying to turn over money to get people through the door. And people need these. People need this sort of uh, meeting up with people and dealing with that side. I don't want to talk about this mental health bullshit because, uh, to be fair, we we dragged this topic out uh, previously, um, and um, I, you know, we we absolutely we do think it's an important subject. But the point is, you know, we don't want to label the fact. Um, so there's a lot more going on to these sort of small businesses and the fact that people need to go into town, people need to go and socialise, people need to let off a bit of steam, you know. Um, going back to that 1%, are we being irresponsible because of that 1%? Not at all, because that 1%, 1% even if 100% of us are self-isolating, that 1% is still isolated. So just let the 99% get on with life the 1% is still in the same restrictions as it would do if the, if the other 99% are the same restrictions. So there's no difference. I, 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 being, I being inclined to agree with you, Ben, but um, the, the the British public at times can uh, just disregard rules. So you, you go down to Tesco's, for example, local, local Tesco's, and it's common practice, everyone's supposed to be wearing a mask. There's, there's people from certain parts of the um, British community that, you know, decide not to wear masks. And, and that's going to be the same if you've got the above 50s isolating that that one percent um not everyone's going to do it and it, they'll go back to their communities where they're with other people above the age of 50 and it because of the british yep. public aren't in a society where like japan where it's quite conservative where they can control people or china where the police are literally chasing you down and throwing you back in your apartment if you try to walk out at your room um because we do yeah. have that freedom of, we've got uh, idiots, 
We, we have got idiots, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you so, look at you look at this. You look at the people who you were told right. I mean, this is the mentality of these idiots. I, I, I'm just saying that the way it was run was was wrong. That's what I'm saying. The way, it, mm. the way it's been handled is wrong. However, what what is what is also equally wrong is the fact that the path that the government has taken, right or wrong, uh, is still a path that should be adhered. Okay, so let's separate the two. I think personally, the path they took was the wrong one. Um, however, it is a path, right? It is an option. The option that they have taken we should abide by because the government have set that guideline because they feel that's the best course of action um so the day they say right tomorrow you're going to go into tier two tier three or whatever everyone goes on the piss the night before you're like there's no difference you know or there's other things the white elephant in the room is the fact that what we weren't really bringing up was the fact that a lot of ethnic groups are massively getting hit by this because culturally i say ethnic groups culturally uh, these groupings live with a lot of their elderly or they're more susceptible to the virus again these sort of things aren't really brought out because people are too worried about stating fact instead they'd be more concerned about worrying about offending people you've got idiots that just are absolute retards. But instead of actually addressing it, everyone else gets blanket punishment by it. Um, because government and politically and, and the appetite for that, you know, no one's got the balls to go and grip the shits that, that need gripping. Um, and unfortunately, we, we all have to suffer. So uh, I agree with you, Nick. You know, we haven't done ourselves any favours, but I would like to point out, uh, going back to my point, is... There's certainly two things that I'm talking about here. One is, I don't think it's been handled properly. The second one is, yeah. if it, the route that they have chosen, the people, the British people are a bunch of freaking idiots on a whole. Yeah. I, and I, I wouldn't say it's the minority. I'd say it's the majority, if I'll be honest with you. Because we're all guilty of it. I know I am. We all are. Tell me yeah. someone who hasn't been. Yeah, so you're absolutely right. In their 80s, 90s. That are so scared because the media is telling them that you're going to die in two seconds. I'm pretty sure Luke's that person. He's, yeah, he's, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, is it? Well, uh, you, you, okay. uh, my, my, everyone started off really, really well. I mean, certainly some people were scared into it, weren't they? Were, were, were completely scared and feared by the media. Uh, a decent education would be nice. Um, you know, and also uh, practice what you preach. There's a lot of these people in the governments and the, the, the scientists are not doing what they preach. So how does it make the rest of us feel? When you're seeing people having the vaccine injection, but it's not anything actually in the syringe, how does that make the rest of us feel? Um, you know, when they show video footage of the first... Uh, uh, first, you know, uh, key worker have an injection and then they pass out on the on the floor, probably because they stood up too quickly or they had some sort of, I don't know. She's got a pre-existing, you know. She has a pre-existing thing. So she, whenever she feels pain, uh, she faints. So that she, and she knows. Oh, good. perfect. Yeah, yeah. So she has a perfect yeah, yeah. ticket on for the demo. Totally. Yeah. What's, the, what, right, exactly. what's the gem with this? I've not seen this. What, what, I've, I've not seen this. I've, so, I must have had them. There's a young nurse, she's fairly young, she must be in her 30s or something. She looked pretty young. Um, she was on camera, you know, she had the injection. 
and yeah, she faints. She like goes a bit woo, and then she she faints. Uh, yeah, but she has she has a pre-existing medical condition that means when she feels pain, she faints. So she's one of these people who just fucking faints all the time. And they thought she'd be a mega person to drag out and do this on camera. So someone needs to sack that up. And that's what's so, happening. So this goes back to Ben's point: yeah. stupidity. Fucking stupidity. Why's not? Why's not? Yeah, base, why has not someone gripped that? That is fucking Webbo. That's Webster. They don't, they don't think about the, the the fucking the damage that it actually does because it does. It fuels. We know this fucking conspiracy mad people, and it fuels conspiracy mad people. So it's whether it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's true to those people. You know, it's the same with it. You know, I've seen the same thing. You know, the dude getting an injection. He's not actually getting the injection. Um, you know, these videos exist. Those things did happen. Those things were publicised. Forget the reasons behind it. Fucking, that's a fucking stupid idea. Yeah. Like, who thought that? No, we'll get away and, with it. And fine. also, they need to, and also state the facts of actually who's dying. I mean, early on, uh, you know, again, fueling the conspiracy theorists here, the Nightingale hospitals are empty. So what was the point of that? Um, you know, the, the actual facts of, of the NH staff that are in or out of work, um, the actual people who are truly dying of COVID, not necessarily blanketing them. I mean, we all know the jokes of the guy that fell off the building and then died of COVID. You know, it's, you know, let's get the facts out there. So, so there is no ambiguity uh, and, and people can make their own decisions. Going back to the point, you know, I don't want to sound uh, kind of like, like we some sort of kind of whatever, but if the government is suggesting a line, then you go by it. We all know full well, certainly from our backgrounds, that if your commander chooses to go straight up the middle, you go straight up the middle. I mean, if it's a role, if you decide that, yeah, that, whatever, that. you know, you, you, you go with, you go with the plan, you go with the plan. Yeah, you know, always you can change the plan, override the plan or whatever, but you go with the plan. You su you support the party line that's taken. And from there, you can then make a best judgment of what does and what doesn't work. Yeah, I, I mean, Gaz, you can get your head down. That, that, that The Paris are notorious for that. <laughs> Absolutely bullshit. notorious. But that, 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 that is genuinely, if when, I, when I, you get the section attack lesson... When you, get section attack lesson, when you get a section attack lesson off of any boot neck, well, you've got a couple of options. You can I've go for a flanking maneuver. I wouldn't sit in one. You can go for a <laughs> flanking maneuver, or you can just go the power edge option, stack to smoke straight, straight up in the middle. That's absolutely well, yeah, or, this, this or, or, or you could do the boot neck one and go and run away, but it's up to you. We're talking about Arnhem, are we? Arnhem. Oh. Damn it. You know, I mean, it's bad enough talking about the Falcons. You can. Drag out some serious shit with Arnhem. Yeah. Um, let's let's call that one quits right now before we end up ruining yeah. ruining all so, our uh, all our businesses. Obviously, we've just done the fucking yes. Yeah, so we've just been on that fucking nightmare. Thanks for that, Ben. Um, yeah, I did start. So that. Sorry, we, you, obviously, we do have people from the NHS. <laughs> we do have people from the NHS who really watching. Mm. And what I have seen is this. So I know there will be some people who, who are going to lose their shit up hearing some of that, and there's some people who aren't. Now, QK did an interesting thing on his Twitter, uh, was on his Instagram. He asked the question about, he said, fuck, if you're whoever the NHS, come back to me, tell me what it's like. And it seems to me that it, it really depends, because he got some answers saying, sorry, it's all right, mate. He got some answers saying, it's fucking hideous, it's nightmare, you know, it's the worst thing fucking ever. He got some people saying, 
it's pretty much like every winter and it is shit every winter but it is just a normal winter and obviously we know the way the NHS works the NHS is spoken about in the media because it suits the media it's spoken about in the media like one thing and obviously it's not one thing it's a million different yeah, things in the country quite agree. and some of them are some of them are shit and some yeah. of them are really good and obviously I'm not talking about the frontline workers there I'm talking about the way they run at the end of the day, the person on the front line with the bayonet or the fucking syringe yep. is the same. They're just trying to do the best they can. So we ain't talking about that. And some of the NHS trusts have, have run absolutely dog shit. Well, that was um, many of the sh- shortages, wasn't it, Gaz? Uh, many exactly, of the shortages. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, many of the shortages of, of kit and equipment wasn't down to the NHS as a whole. It was down to, it was down to the fact that um, because it's broken up, uh, it's bad, bad, bad man management uh, at the mm-hmm. different departments. I mean, it's not a national health service. It's called yeah. a national health service, but it's not national, is it? It's it's actually individual groupings from a funding yeah. pot. Well, talk to you. Yeah. Talk to anybody on on the front line in the NHS. I've never had a conversation where anybody says anything other than the people who are actually doing the work are mega. As soon as you get a desk, any sort of management position. Who a lot of the time are fucking civvies and don't have anything to do with actually, you know, what it's, uh, yeah, don't have anything to do with the actual med- uh, medical care, don't have any experience there. It's, nobody says, oh yeah, they're mega. Everyone says, this place is run like a shit show. There's so much fucking waste. Um, and we're just at the, you know, the sharp end trying to do our bit as best we can. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it just smoothed that fucking over a bit. We ain't fucking, you know, we're not having yeah. said there's no COVID issue. No, we're not bashing. Not, so we're not bashing. We're not bashing. Uh, and I, I yeah. completely agree. And and uh, yeah, I hope that my point wasn't taken out of context there. I completely agree with you. Uh, uh, each area is going to be affected differently, whether that's because it's managed differently or it's because um, you've got different demographics in those areas. Uh, yeah, he's got a look on his face uh, then, like he wants to say something. Well, yeah, it, it, it just um, it just reminded me of uh, something that's quite hot on social media. You've probably seen it around about the same time when this all booted off. And it, it, when you say frontline and you related it to um, frontline with a syringe or a bayonet, uh, th- there's there's a big sort of um, almost like like social media campaign, unofficial social media campaign by all, uh, former or current service soldiers saying... Oh, you think this is hard on the front line? Well, when I was in Sangin, um, shitting in the bag, that you know, <laughs> this, this, that was also difficult. It's probably quite um, controversial for me say, for saying it because I'm sure there's some customers that did it. But, no. but I, I just, I just think was it absolutely needed? Like you, you sign up for different jobs. It's like, congratulations, you have shit in the bag in Sangin. I've done it. It's, uh, it's actually not too bad. It's, it's pretty buckshy. Um, yeah, so yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, this, I had screenshots sent to me because I know it frustrated me from a few different people that are doing it. But like, yeah, like it's, it's the NHS. They're not they're not at war. They're they're, they're doing something completely different. Um, yeah, well, I, I, did you yeah, did you see you do, much of this? Yeah, it's totally we all did. But you have to balance that with, um, like, they are also just doing their job. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes, it's like they're doing the job. Like they're doing the job when it's hard, and it's got hard, and they are. Yeah. But they are still just doing their job. Mm. So you can go. I'm not fucking knocking the fucking NHS heroes thing, but it, it gets to a point, doesn't it? It's like cool with you guys. You know, thank you for doing your job real well. I realise it's not fucking 
easy at the moment. But it is just a job. Because we've got to say this because we say the same thing about the fucking military. Yeah, we do. We do. We're consistent with it. We're consistent with it. Yeah. Yeah. So the reality is you fucking signed up to do a job and sometimes your job is boxing. You can do TikTok dances and you can fucking do whatever. And that's that's military and fucking (laughs) and and NHS. And sometimes you're fucking like, you're like shit and you're real sad because your job's real hard. You know, it swings around. So why do we, why do we, why do we, Gaz? Okay. Jump on the back of this, and everyone, everyone um, praises the hell out of people. And then after a while, we kind of go, "Do you know what? This, this is it is what it is." We we saw this in Afghanistan at the height of it. Everyone's jumping on the back. The help heroes. I mean, help heroes could do no wrong. And after a while, we're like, "I'm kind of bored of help heroes <laughs> uh, clapping outside your house, clapping outside your house, and supporting NHS." You know, all the Karens with their "I'm a key worker" T-shirt on, and everyone's going, "Oh, you're awesome." And then after a while, again, I'm kind of bored of Karen. You know, I mean, and, and is it just a British character. thing where we just yeah. kind of get? Right, yeah. I do. I think that's a British character, and it's one of the things about the British that I love. You know, I'm not. I'm talking about this on my life. I am not super duper patriotic or anything. I like being British. I like our character. I like this country and all that. Um, but I ain't somebody, I didn't do the army or whatever for patriotic reasons. I think it's a cool job. But the thing I, the British character is great. We have loads of different uh, little weird things. And this is one of them. We'll, we'll give you a clap for a bit, but we recognise there's a base level of, we, have, we think we should just be quite stoic and tough and just not need thanks. So we play the game for a bit and then we go, all right, mate. Yeah, fucking raw. Exactly as we've done. It's like, all right, mate, I get it. That's fucking, we've all done stuff. It's fucking well done. Go and do your job. There's like, there's a limit with us. We'll give, it's the same with, we say that we like to see people fail. There's a fucking, we don't like to see people fail. But you know when people get really famous and they get on a pedestal, it's like, great, this is amazing, this is amazing. And suddenly we just go, no, I've had enough of you now. Uh, get back in your box. We do it all the time. Yeah. It's just, it's part of our character. You're absolutely right. So, from my my understanding, the rest of Europe um, and a lot of the world sees Britain, the Brits, as being very arrogant, Mm. um, very arrogant. And you could almost argue the same with uh, the whole EU thing. So, Mm -hmm. we've 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 got the EU, and you know, I I can't remember was it the seventies when we joined the EU? um, Mm, In around that time, yeah. In the seventies, we joined the EU, and yes, it's all singing, all dancing, and then. yeah, it's amazing. You know, uh, one one economy, and that. Uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, we're, we're done with you. We're done with you now. We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna punch out. Um, is is that us? Is, is would you argue, guys, that that's us to a T? As in that that is yeah. the the British way of doing stuff. Once we're done with it, we're just you know, fling it we're into fickle, the river. Though, aren't we? We're fickle, guys. We are fickle, but uh, we I think also we're fickle, guys. Yeah. We are we are arrogant as well, though. We are arrogant. I believe. I, we are like quite an arrogant nation. We do think. I was watching. Uh, uh, sorry, it's like straight off the bit. Ben, but I was watching. It reminded me of something the other day. I was watching the BBC thing. So my missus watches Lucy Worsley doing the history programs, and there was a thing about the um, the Armada. It's weird times. Don't we all be? <laughs> but um, there was a, the break in the program. They were trying to cut written down constantly it was every little thing oh actually it's all lies you know the history it's history written by the winners which we know is true but it's all lies it wasn't a great thing it was just this idea that we have and we do of 
our country kind of being destined for greatness. Like we are Great Britain. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not. We believe it to be true. And the fact that we believe it, it's it's in our core somewhere. It just gets, I don't know, it doesn't get taught particularly. It's just, it's just there. The fact that that's there, it's like a special power. It's like a special move we pull out. It's why we're good at, you know, it's why we did a lot of fucking bad shit, but, you know, look, we owned the world for a while. It's all these little things that are in our character. Um, and, yeah, I think we are, we're arrogant because of that. Like, we, we did look at the EU and go, not liking this. No one else would punch out. It's only us that would go, this is weird. No, not happening. And just and go. You know what I mean? That's my, I think the polls are probably, the polls are probably coming next. Polls will punch out well soon. But yeah, you, sorry, you carry on. You... Yeah, 100%. Polls are fucking out there, mate. Ben, I, I don't know whether, I don't know if you've got any points uh, no, I just on think, that. Mate, uh, go on. Yeah, no, I just, I quite agree. My, my point on that is just we're fickle. We're a fickle nation, you know. Um, you know, David Beckham gets a new haircut we, or, or uh, Meghan Markle says something ridiculous and, uh, and and we forget about whatever's going on. Uh, I think we, we, we probably also, excuse me, we probably also ripped the arse out of it early on um, and probably oh, oh, uh, over the top TT. God, this is actually... My bad. Sorry about that. Just uh, I've got more head on my uh, on my beard than uh, Gaz has got on his shoulders. Or Gaz has done all done all week. <laughs> nearly, um, just nearly, so, uh, nearly yeah, joke, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was probably still trying to save my beard. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I just think we're, we're a fickle we're a fickle nation. Uh, um, you know, we could do something pretty devastating or something amazing and uh, and something will change in the press. And 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 it probably goes back to my point against the press again. I think the press dictates a lot of this, you know, and we, we kind of believe the crap that we, we often read. Um, yeah. Mm. I can't wait to I think, ripping the shit out of the press. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, th- I, think, I, think this, um, I think this segues on to us. It's not the next subject in the chronological order, um, but the whole Brexit piece, the whole leaving the EU. Okay, um, we'll give you 10 seconds. You carry on for 10 seconds. I need to go get a drink. I'm only going over there. Be fine. Don't huff at right, me, Nick. <laughs> it don't there, was de- there was a definite huff there. There was a definite... Uh. Well, it, we... <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I thought I could yeah, get away. Well, well, yeah. I do that with the missus all the time. Cable, not reach that way. Well, yeah, I do that with the missus all the time, and uh, I've only realised I actually do it in front of other people as well. So uh, yeah, I, I, I sort of do apologise. Um, you no, you still on, still trying to square your beer away? I'm, I'm listening to. <laughs> still fucking going up. Local, <laughs> uh, was it? A, uh, the first What's one was a butty back. Yeah. Uh, this one is a a Santa sack by uh, Brecon Brewing. Very nice. Is it, is it salty? Uh, yeah, maybe. Go on. Uh, so, go on. You were saying about uh, yeah, Brexit. Uh, uh, yeah. So, what's so your thoughts on it? So, well, I mean, this has been the year when we uh, when we leave, and it's just it's just been. I think, but the press have decided to go with whatever side of the political line that they they believe, and then they've just sold it their way. So, if you listened, subscribe to Sky um, Sky News, then you'll hear Sky News' verdict on it. 
you'll hear BBC News is if you're you subscribe to that, um, and you know it's it's just it's just been a long couple of years of hearing about it, and then we the last couple of days we you know we've obviously heard that the uh, um, we might finally managed to make a deal with um, with the EU, and it's just been a whole lot of shite in a year full of shite that has sort of gone under the radar and then just popped its head up back right at the end. I mean, I mean, my my, my actual view is with it. I think some reasons uh, for leaving the EU, I, I I do agree with. So um, I think that the fact that we get governed by uh, an, a non-elected uh, parliament or non-elected um, essential government within the EU, EU and they could dictate to what we do in, in our in our country, I think that's absolute bollocks. We should be able to dictate what we do in our own country. And for, for that reason, I, I don't think we should be part of the EU. Um, and there are some other issues with it, but then I, I think being part of the EU, but you know, being having the, the common market, um, certainly from a business perspective, I, I, anything that's going to help trade, I, I, I fully embrace. Um, but it, it's it's just one of them. Depending on what side you listen to, everyone's got their own stories and reasons why we should leave. And it's just been an absolute farce from the start to the end, um, and being inconsistent with the the stories, particularly from the press. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you've got yeah, some... Do you, not uh, think, uh, on, do you think, look at Jeremy Vine's a great example of, of how the press actually works, Jeremy Vine. So what does Jeremy Vine do on his show? He brings on a he brings on two idiots from either end of, a, of an hmm. argument, right? And he does hmm. the two idiots. Why does he do two idiots? Because he knows that most people aren't idiots and they're going to get riled up listening to the idiot saying something ridiculous and stupid. So straight away, you're, you've got engagement by your listening audience because they're riled up of, the, uh, of the, the stupid things that one guy says or the other guy says from either end of the spectrum. That's how Jeremy Vine gets his, his listeners listening. Um, same as the press. What do they do? All the time, they'll try and find a bad news story. You don't see many good news stories in, in the press. They try and find a bad news story. They try and put spin on it that's going to get the people who are pro wound up and the uh, the the uh, and then the opposition they were going to get them riled up because again there's no real definitive answer or ending to, to to the point or the story that the press are trying to make so what they do is just try and find doom and gloom in everything you're looking to do You've got to remember who's back in the press. The majority of the people are back in the press. You know, are, are the same people that put us in the shit state that we're in in the first place. It's interesting that during this whole debate of, of Brexit and everything else, we had the likes of Tony Blair, who uh, who was massively opposed it, was was massively opposed at what was a democratic vote to leave the EU. So essentially, we voted as a nation, to leave, and the majority won, which is democracy. This is the same idiot that sent us to war to enforce democracy on people who either A, didn't want it, or B, weren't ready for it. So these are the same people, the Labour government at the time, the same people who sent us to war to enforce to to enforce democracy and then resulting many British lives were lost, many uh, coalition lives were lost, and many of the Iraqi lives were lost, all in the name of democracy. Yet when democracy happened on our own shores, they denied it. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> the hypocrisy kind of absolutely kills me. 
you know. Also, the fact is the media, what else did they do? They weren't really spinning up, going, this goes back to my, my first point. They weren't really spinning it on facts. That's what they weren't doing. They weren't actually talking about true facts about what Brexit's going to be like. What they did is they riled up all the idiots that believed that we were leaving the EU and our freedom was going to be lost and you weren't going to go on holiday to this and you weren't, we weren't going to be able to do this with France. And we we're going to. So all these libtards jumped up. There's people crying, oh no, we're leaving. We're not leaving Europe. Geographically, we're not going up and moving somewhere. We've still got freedom of movement. We can still move places. We can still get visas. We've still got passports. People still want to trade with us. But what, what they were missing was the facts that we were pissed off, exactly like you said, Nick, uh, that we were continuing to be governed by going back to that point, by an unelected, an undemocratic organisation that's enforcing us to do things that we don't want to do. Isn't that anti-democratic? The same thing that we've been telling the rest of the world they need to be democratic. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, it doesn't matter what happens. So, I think what people forget is, it's all, it, it, as an EU as a whole, it suits them to have us. It's a, it, they, the amount that we bring to the party, whether people want to argue that or not, numbers-wise, we bring to the party, a fucking huge amount of sway for the euro. You know what I mean? Whether that's intelligence, whether that's fucking, um, you know, we, we do more manufacturing than people think. Yeah, there's loads of stuff that we do. And, uh, you know, nuclear power as well, that's a fucking a really simple one that we are. You know, we bring a lot to the party. Uh, and the, obviously the contribution. You know, we, we're a huge we contributor. Yeah, mm. so. I like many of the to, others who don't pay. Exactly. And we buy by exactly. the rules. We so buy we... by the rules, guys. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have that. It's in their interest to keep it. So no matter what happens, it's a fucking huge loss for... It isn't a loss for us because we can go and cut about and do our own thing. They still want to trade with us. They've got to trade with us. It just People just want it on their own terms. And what they want is to have the upper hand in those any negotiations or any business deal because you always want the upper hand with anything, don't you, if you're a sensible person. The reality is this whole thing's a fucking game and our team is the UK. But we like that, whether you're a globalist, you're into that shit. But our team is the UK. Germany's team is Germany, even though it's part of Europe and France or whatever. You're still trying to do the best for yourself and win whenever you can. So... Yeah, but it pays to be, it pays to be a cunt, guys. It pays to be a cunt because, you know, Britain, uh, you know, we, we pay, we abide by the rules and we're the only buggers who are doing it. Everyone else who doesn't, yeah. yeah, people are stealing fish out of our waters. We're paying, we're paying subsidies that we should that over the top, where other people aren't paying. We're bailing countries out who can't even get their own admin squared away. So of course they want yeah. us because we're good and we do as we're told. You know that's why they want us. So it pays to be a shit, and it pays to just break the rules because then you could just start raping Britain like everyone else has done for God knows how many years. You know. Yeah. Uh, mate, you, all of us here, now, we, we make money out of Europe as well. So, you know, but sod it. You know, at the end of the day, I completely agree with Nick's point of view is regardless of whatever, the British people, the majority of the British people spoke, Democrat, uh, democracy won, regardless of what side you're on, democracy won. And uh, and we should follow that, follow that through. And at the end of the day, I'm not being told what to do by someone who I haven't elected into government. Yeah. Yeah, I, 
I, I naturally concur. I, and a lot of people turn it to uh, sort of the, the left wing and right wing, don't they? And um, and it, but while while Corbyn uh, was head of the Labour Party, um, you know that that's become very very uh, swinging to the left. But Corbyn for years had campaigned for the UK to leave the EU. Uh, yes, many many years. So he hated the EU, and. Uh, for, I can't believe I'm saying this, but for justified reasons, everything he said was fully justified. For it's not democratic, it's it's not elected, um, not elected officials. You know that they're put in place. I'm, I'm sure Tony Blair was uh, going to be yeah. uh, have a quite a high place within the the EU. Of course, um, he, he, he wanted yeah. he wanted uh, yeah. he wanted a republic, didn't he? He wanted he wanted to be eventually the president of Europe. Uh, you know, going back to uh, Tony Blair, I mean, the guy started a war in, in the Middle East uh, and then we made him the Middle Eastern envoy who are taxpayers yeah. are paying for his own He's security and his flight so he, can, so he can run his own private business companies. He, he signed over uh, becoming a members of boards of logistic companies before we even went over the start line in Iraq. The guy is an evil man. Um, yeah. You know, a massive, massively corrupt. But all of those people were anti-Europe. I mean, but also Corbyn, he's anti-establishment. He's a Marxist, so he's, 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 he's anti-establishment anyway. So whatever the majority would have been, he would have voted, he would have gone against it just because he's a, he's a subversive, isn't he? He's a, he's a shit, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, rather than actually having a reason. But you are right, Nick. He, he, he had some good points, and, and most of them did. Yeah. Um, you know, and then all they've done is they've just turned, the media turned it into a left and right wing thing. It's nothing to do with left and right wing whatsoever. Uh, but the media turned into left and right wing thing. And then Labour, because Labour has to be seen as like the rebellious, anti-establishment, student, trade union type organisation, just followed the will of the, the media. And the media just kept stirring bullshit and sold papers. Well, one thing I, was, I said today in this email, was obviously agree with everything. <clears throat> Fucking particularly Tony Blair and Jeremy Corbyn, third bugs. Jeremy like Tony Blair has got to be one of the most despicable people on the planet. Like I don't I don't know who would have a problem with him not being here. You know what I mean? He's a cunt. Um Corbyn's just a failure. <laughs> I'll say one thing on Corbyn, and my, my old man brought this point up, and it, it's a good point about Corbyn. Um, one thing you do have to respect about Corbyn is the fact that he is generally always stuck by his own views and his own pipelines, uh, as in his own lines, his, his, his own personal pipelines. His party were the one that never backed him. You know, so whatever your thoughts are of him, and I'm not, I, don't, I, think, he's a, I think he's a shit, personally. Mm. However... He's all, my old man did raise a really good point that he's always stayed true to to pretty much how yeah. he's he's a principled man. It was yeah yeah it was his party that turned against him, you know. So fair play to Corbyn for actually sticking by his guns. Um, it just shows the true colours of Labour. Well, that's certainly the Labour at that time. Um, yeah, they didn't turning want him, their they? back and they just didn't want him whatever they need to do. They knew he was useless. He, he's never achieved any, anything in his life. If you look at it, if you read his like history, all he's ever been is that that Bellin who goes, no, not doing that. 
his whole fucking life and everything he's ever come back, uh, campaigned for, he's failed at. Um, and he's because he and he was a failure as a leader because he's a campaigner, not a politician. That's why he was left every at every turn. He was fucked because to be a politician, whether you like it or not, you've got to be a bit of a backstabbing cunt. And I don't, I don't, you know, he perhaps isn't. I don't actually think he's very bright, to be honest. Um, but yeah, he was, he was a failure he's, as leader. He's, for that. he's a multi-millionaire, so he's, he's got to be a little bit bright. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. as in, he, but what I mean is, he's managed to sort himself out. But haven't they all? Yeah, funny that, isn't it? You know, yeah. funny that. Yeah, but anyway, I was saying that you know, was funny well the tangent there, slagging off these cunts. But like, no matter yeah. where we are now, like you can, it's done. So my view is this: you fucking deal with the situation you're in. So there's no point now. We're fucking out. We are. We, the trade deal's done. It doesn't matter whether you like it or not. You can moan about fucking having to give the French and fish for five years and then fuck them off if you're an idiot. You can do that if you want. But generally, we're in a decent place now. It's fucking up to us and we will fail or succeed on our own fucking terms. If we fuck it up, we fuck it up and it's our fault. So I know from the backgrounds that we're from, at this point, there's no point in being a knobhead. It's just work the problem now. Do things to try and make this succeed. But, you know, I'm going to be judging people now, to be honest. I'll be judging people on whether you're going to continue fucking moaning about wanting to get out, go back into the European Union. Or whether you go, right, fuck it, let's crack on. Let's fucking, no matter what that means, we're going to try and make the best of this. If you believe it's a bad situation or a good situation, it doesn't fucking matter. Just try and do the right thing and let's try and succeed. My view. I think it's fair, guys. I think that's absolutely fair. It needs such a dramatic um, your there. Yeah, you, you got there before me today, Ben. I'm not going to lie, yeah. that's fucking pissed me off a lot. Uh, I was going <laughs> to try and segue it into a bit further down the line. But, uh, <laughs> fuck's sake. Sorry, mate. If, if I say it now, it looks like you've just reminded me that I have to say it. Um, and I should, I should have t- taken it upon myself <laughs> to say it earlier. You did need reminded. Yeah, and I think well, you a couple of podcasts yeah. we missed. Yeah, certainly in the early days. Um, but I, I think, yeah, I think think this sort of stuff, it, it's all been sort of downer stuff, hasn't it? So, I, I mean, what we've covered so far is big hitter stuff. Oh, there goes a the phone. Someone's had a drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a big hitter. Straight in there. Yeah. Yeah, big hitter. Um, <laughs> I mean, big hitter just came in next room then. Boom. <laughs> uh, I thought it was Luke like, popping down to come and see me, but he's, uh, he's still running errands. He's fucking, um, he's snapped it. He's snapped it, mate. Yeah, he, he's thinned out, aren't they? Uh, and, and to be fair, this conversation as well, Bob has had it, it deals with uh, big words such as like uh, European and um, at and the. So he's uh, he's all out. Um, yeah, so I think to try and drag something positive out of twenty twenty is uh, going to be very very difficult. Um, but I think we can suppose look at this in a comical aspect um this next point so do you see do you did you see um the 5g the whole 5g thing where people are setting fire to these 5g towers because they, they believed it was like a conspiracy to track people and whatever the fuck they're trying to do um yeah. they they believe they they're trying to put links where they people suggesting direct links between covid19 or that 5G was giving people COVID-19. That's how they're spreading it. 
Um, yeah. w- did you track any of this, guys? I know you're one of these people burning down the 5G towers as well. Um, That's not true. No, I did. Okay. Um, what, I, what I read, I read a thing that a, an engineer wrote. I mean, to be fair, you should be doing this because this is your bag. This is all sick stuff. You should be all over this. Are you the, are you the SME on this? Well, guys, well, that's, so that's, try turning on, turn it off again, or set fire to it. Is that is it? Yeah. It's a set the comms answer. Guys, this is this is like saying that you should be around the bench house putting all the sandbags to um, stop this, uh, stem the flow of the water because that, that's your bag. It, it's like, how far do you want to go with this? I, yeah, comms, but I, I don't deal with fucking you know mobile phone towers and get the fuck down know. to Ben's house and give him a hand. Uh, I don't know what sort of high tech stuff that you've got in your back pocket, Nick. Uh, I heard this was your. I, I heard this is your future career. If you fail your fucking sergeant's course, you're going to go and work for BT. Well, the only thing that's in my back pocket is um, you are your actions uh, coin that you gave me a couple of <laughs> years ago. Um, is that gen yeah. still there? If you can pull it out now, I'll be real happy. Yeah. That's it. Right. He's lying, Ben. He's lying. Oh, here's you can't mate. fucking see. Yeah. You can't fucking make a claim like that and then pull it out. <laughs> yeah. In your back pocket, not your draw. Uh, oh, yeah. we're, watching. we're watching remember yeah, there we go exactly. oh you've got you've got some cards oh, okay. <laughs> okay so um, I've got one for you so as 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 military guys or whatever um, I had a conversation with um, a mate of mine who used to be one of the photographers at work who now works uh, parcel force and he does the old picking up and bits and bits anyway top look and we were talking today about same sort of conversation we're talking today about COVID and, and having the ID card to prove you've had your, your 94% success rate injection and, and everything else like that. Um, me personally, as a military bloke, I don't have a problem with people knowing who I am if they need to. So ID cards and everything else. This goes back to an age-old thing about GCHQ and 5G, all these other bits and pieces. If you're a bad bastard, you've got something to hide. If you're a good person, you've got nothing to hide. If you abide by the rules and you don't hurt people, steal, whatever, break the law, you've got nothing to hide. So if something happened to me, my family, or anything else, or anyone I know, I would hope the law has everything in its power to catch the bastard who did it before I catch them. I hope they do. So actually, ID cards and tracking and tracing and listening into bits and pieces is only going to affect the people who've got something to hide anyway. So all these people who talk about personal liberties or people tracking us and listening to us or following us or people listening to finding out what I've been watching on uh, you, you porn or what's the other one that's on my on hold, apparently. Um, anyway, whatever the other one. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So the, the point is, I've got nothing to hide. And, and it goes back to the point is people just do shit for the sake of doing it. I tell you what, if something happened to those people or any of their families, I'm sure they'd like to catch the people who are responsible for it. You know, if something, a terrorist incident or someone else is trying to do harm, I'm sure they'd have questions to say, why haven't you done something? So these conspiracy mm. theorists are just making life bloody awkward. People are out there no one's trying to control you. People are out there purely for your own protection. And as a, as a, okay. as a guy that's carried an ID card all my life and a passport, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Where are you so, on this, Nick? 
Well, I, I, I've got yeah, I've got controversial views from, from a from a sort of tech side. So, but we we spoke about it earlier that um, during this lockdown, this, this you know this pandemic stuff that you know we have um, blurred the rules, if you like, and you know, and we've done stuff maybe we shouldn't have done, like you know, um, going to see members of family over Christmas period. So if if you're if what you're talking about is you know the the government having that absolute all the information and we're made potentially uh, one step further to have these applications on the phone, which I haven't downloaded, you know, this track and trace stuff, um, then when if you do want to break the rules, which we um, agree have. No, maybe not been the wisest choices by the government. Then we are going to be tracked and tra- tracked and tracing, um, and people the, the government's going to find out, and then we're going to get in trouble. Is is that something? Not really, because as you know, if you're that stupid to carry your phone when you go and see some one of your mates, and you've got a track and trace app, then you just you deserve to be caught. Yeah, but, but you know, if you're, you're breaking the, the laws, I mean, granted, you just have to ensure that the people who are making the decisions in the first place are doing it for the best. Yeah, the best will and the best regard. I mean, quite just just like the problem with Britain and the EU, the only people who are ever going to get in trouble are the good law-abiding citizens because it pays in this world, unfortunately, to be a shit. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 I just don't like the idea. Pay their fines. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, I, I just don't like the idea of um, certainly with this track, track and trace, for example. Of someone knowing exactly where I've been, like you know, other phones jump uh, bouncing off each other. Like, oh, you've been there, someone that's got COVID. Um, yeah, from, from a tech side, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't but like from the a idea tech of that. Side, surely, mate, you you do know. I mean, we all know this. I mean, some of the most the people I know that have always got caught out have always been J six. J six, they've got to be the most. They're the only ones I know that go and give their their email address to a bird they're trying to bag off. You know, on a, on a, they do black ops, uh, and they give out the real number. <laughs> you know, they are the worst when it comes to comsec. Uh, you know, uh, opsec, cocksec. They are the worst for cocksec. <laughs> anyway, you, surely if you're going to break the law, you're going to be a bit clever about it, and you're not going to take track and trace and let people know where you're going. And um, and, and, yeah. and hopefully we have the, the the confidence in the government to make decent decisions in the future about what okay. we can and can't do. So uh, that's the important bit. That last bit there is the most important bit. We trust the government, like especially whoever's in power to uh, make these decisions. Nick's so, or whoever's in power. <laughs> or, or whoever's in power in the future. We, we yeah we we like to play with fire and we're more than happy to get burned, Ben. That, that that's that's all I'm saying. We're more than happy to get burned. So are they called burner phones? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I, I I got I I was I was a did I tell you this I got a funny story so I was I was away uh, on a, on a on a job and um, I've been out for a few beers the night before and uh, we're heading off to this place and um, we had a couple of these burner phones with us anyway my mates give me shit I'm driving uh, off to the location and my mates in the back just give me shit he's had a red ball down the range he's half cut from the night before and he's just giving me shit left right and center all the mum jokes all the dutch you name it anyway it came on this uh, radio station and it was kind of quite a liberal radio station for the area we're in and they were talking about um uh you know uh, homosexuality and, and and people with their partners and bits and pieces and my mates in the background listen to this and he decides 
to text into the phone line and start talking about how he's in this relationship. His name's uh, Ben. And he's in this relationship with this other guy and it's got a bit heated and he wanted to take it to the next stage. Anyway, I don't know this. I'm driving, the radio's on. And I just hear the name Ben. And then there's these DJs who've got this like really shit sort of British American uh, accent thing going on or half, you know, much thing going on. And they're going there and said, um, yeah, let's uh, let's have a chat to this caller. Let's have a chat to this caller who uh, who's now in this new relationship, this new homosexual relationship. And it went on like this. And as it went on, I can hear the phone going in the back. So this idiot that I was with, who's a very good mate of mine, decides to use his burner phone to phone into a dodgy radio station to talk about his homosexuality <laughs> in a country that is not really very popular. And we're like, that's why it's called a burner phone. Because people oh, like you on. can't be trusted. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> idiots. Fantastic. Don't drunk, fantastic. Don't drunk and dumb. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, for that, Nick. Would you be real happy with that? I'll be, uh, I'll be frustrated, but uh, it, it's, it's part of the, um, it's part of the job, isn't it? Uh, sweeping up all this shit that other people uh, yeah, create. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then, well, <laughs> I suppose the end of that story, Ben, is how did that turn out to be J 6s fault <laughs> at the end? How did the badge lads blame that uh, on someone else? It just is. Because it's a phone. Because <laughs> it's a phone. Oh, there you go. That's what it is. That's what it is. And yeah. and they set it up. They set it up. Yeah. Dodgy burner phone. Yeah. It didn't show yeah. me how to use it properly. It didn't give me the card on it. Yeah. He only gave me five minutes. He didn't give me a proper card then. Shock. Okay. Um, uh, well, no, what, what's the next subject? And then, because I was going to go on to a different tangent there, but what's the next subject before we do that? So we, we've got a lot here, guys. I, I've sort of been jumping around everywhere and I'm trying to like, pull out half-decent ones. I've got one that's quite quite, quite interesting, actually. I'm intrigued to know um, what your thoughts are on it. But if you've got, like, if you want to go on a tangent, then by, by all means, go for it. No, it was, it was vaguely political. It was, it was sort of tied into the whole thing with control and... You know, people uh, who are in power having a bit more control over than you might like. So, suppose, if, so what are your views on universal basic income? Because that's been spoken about, particularly in the US, that's been spoken about a lot this year. Uh, are you are you tracking that or am I just talking about what else? Universal so, basic income, do you know what that is? So, I'm currently Googling what universal basic income means. Okay. Do I, need to just, I, could, I could, just t- could just tell you. Go for it, mate. Just tell, just tell yeah. us, mate. Okay, so it's a, it is a, an idea that's been... Luke's going to jump straight into this. Luke's back. All right, mate. Luke, um, Luke what's, your th- what's your thoughts on universal-based income, mate? We've all given our part. It's, it's quite... It's a, we're at the top of the triangle and we're about to go over the edge. What's your thoughts on universal-based income? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Right, okay. That's just Nick trying to stitch As always, bringing quite a lot to the party. <laughs> but I, it's I, all right, I, mate. I was he's only gobbling off because he's to... just Googled it. Yeah. And now I'm going to have to explain it. He just thought he saw you come in and thought he'd stitch you up. So, okay. So, use of universal basic income is the idea that the government will pay you a certain amount every single month, regardless. So say 1,200 quid. The government will give you 1,200 quid every single month 
the idea being that your basic needs are met and actually you don't have to be concerned about you know surviving you can go and do other things with the the freedom from the stress of having to survive so you know you could maybe if you're if you have always wanted to be a fucking artist or you've always wanted to open a fucking garage or whatever you always want to do something but you can't uh you don't have the the, the financial safety net to make that happen this is what that is so nobody suffers everyone gets this regardless and the the theory is that then everybody fulfills their potential because they're not concerned and everyone has better lives that's the theory. so the so the, the chubby couple with the with the extra oversized tv at uh, the end of the road who don't work never contributed into so- to society potentially are going to get an extra 1200 pound a month uh, to put on something that could better contribute to society mm, ain't gonna yeah. happen so so and also does that go up with inflation i mean you know where is the drive to actually better yourself when actually you don't have to because everyone's just giving it to you mm-hmm. Bullshit. this it, what a fucking awful idea like it's it's absolutely tragic so if you think about what like what what drives you like at the moment i, I use luke as an example not stitch up luke but like, I, yeah i've seen you off, but, <laughs> but at, at the moment you, um to, to for from a job perspective that you know you you, you gra- put the graft in the contact coffee every day and you want to improve it so because it's your sole income um and i noticed so you, you graft to pay off your mortgage you graft to you know look after your family, pay your deeds, pay your foods, and all that, all that sort of good stuff. But if if uh, if you're if you accept or part of that's going to get paid off anyway, then that's going to re- reduce your drive to you know do better within the business. And despite what people say, that that's always going to happen. So if if I use myself in example instead of smashing Luke, um, if I've not got pressure to do something at work like uh, whatever task it is my, my personality is that i'm not going to put i'm not going to be as pressured to you know get this that task done um I, I i think just giving money for doing absolutely fuck all how, how can you how can you control that and some of that money that uh, you know some people spend it correctly some people spend it on drugs so some people spend it on other parts of the black market so how's that going to go back into your economy unless you stop the drug trade unless you stop the black market um there's a whole more a load of rants can go on with that, but that's uh, without going into Luke's uh, life a bit more. That's uh, that's make, all. Make, makes, yeah, exactly. makes complete sense, mate. Yeah, unless unless you've got to fucking do the old JPA system and submit all your fucking receipts at the end of the month, like where you've spent your fucking twelve hundred quid. Then, um, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but the idea uh, is that the idea is that you don't have to do that. It's your money to do what you want with. It's your twelve hundred quid. It's, yes, yes, you're meant to use it to survive, but you can do what you want with it. And the point is that. Everybody gets it. So I've seen this. This was something that some people were running on as an idea in the US election. Um, and it's something yeah. that is yeah, but I mean, still gone. We've seen we've seen in the UK, Gaz. I mean, you know, you get twelve you get twelve hundred quid or whatever it is, and then you justify what you spend it on, or you justify even how you've earned it. I mean, look at the Royal Marines. I mean, what do they get paid? And I mean, what what are we actually getting off the back of it? You know, where's the justification Essence for them works. drawing that wage? To be fair, I mean, when you join the court, you get, 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 get paid, you get paid less than fucking 1,200 quid anyway, so <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah, so that's yeah. like, uh, I mean, you've come back with the, the answer. Just because
That's what everybody says. Power pay. Right, let's talk about power pay. Right, where the fuck you got power pay if you're fucking... Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, it doesn't actually change anything because we would, we would still get it. Donald Trump, as an example, just to fucking trigger the people who would like to be triggered by, triggered by that. Donald Trump would still get his 1200 quid every month because it's universal. Every single person gets it. So you're not making anybody better off. You're just raising the whole fucking thing together. You know what I mean? So it's it's seems like a silly idea. But then, However, but then like like Ben said, with inflation, that so you give everyone twelve hundred quid, then obviously like the pound's not worth as much then. So then all, yeah. all that's going to happen is everything's going to fucking go up. Mm, yeah, exactly. That. So then it's just it, it's pointless. If everyone's yeah. getting it, then it's like everyone's getting more money, so everything's going to get more expensive. Well, to- people will go in their overdrafts. People will yeah. spend that and it will go in your after. You don't have a limit on your overdraft of 1200 quid. You can't spend over it because people will go over it. So people will constantly be in debt anyway because they'll owe that money out. Yeah. You know, so, uh, well, last time yeah. I was on it's Hughes just a podcast. Co- well, it is, yeah. But it's, if you, yeah. We can go down a conspiracy route on it if you want. You like let's that, hear really, him. Nick. Let, okay, let's so. hear him. There you go. So I spoke to Hugh, Hugh here about this. Hugh, it linked in with an idea Hugh had about um, voting for things via your phone and your app, an app on your phone, and we got onto other stuff. But he was talking about universal basic, basic income. And I ain't saying I believe any of this. I'm just saying that this is a, a, a creepy idea that if you take that to its extreme, this is where it could go to. So imagine a scenario where um, everybody gets that and um, everyone gets fairly reliant on it. So, especially if, you've, if you, you're somebody who actually might need that money. So if you're, uh, you don't have much money, you get reliant on it. Wouldn't that be an, an excellent way to control people? Similar to what they do in China, wouldn't that be an excellent way to control people? So imagine a scenario where you're, you don't have an income yourself, but you're reliant on this money coming in every month. And then you link uh, everything you do through, you know, cyber, through fucking surveillance in general, like everything you do to a, a, what they have in China, like a social credit score, where you can have your money docked, you can be fined for things that you do. So in China, they go do that for, um, you know, not towing the party line. You get money taken off you. So think about that for a method of control. Now, it doesn't affect people who actually have money anyway. People who, you know, own businesses or, you know, whatever, um, yeah, it doesn't affect those people quite so much because they don't need that money coming in. They're not quite so reliant. I mean, you could find those people based on the percentage if they don't tow the line. But imagine that on a massive scale. Yeah, it's a really good point. It's a really good point. But actually, again, who are you trying to survey? You're trying to survey people that really aren't contributing whatsoever anyway. So, you know, what, what are you actually surveying? Uh, well, only the fact that if... People, bad people were, were staying in, in that and relying on that. But there are bad you're people looking at all, all levels. Like what you said before, you're looking at it from a point of view where the government is kind of has, has the, the public's best interest at heart. Imagine a scenario where they don't. Imagine a scenario what would they, where actually, what would they What would they benefit from not having your best interest at well, heart? Just, what would, because imagine a scenario would, where <clears throat> you have... Say you, it would cost them you, to lock you up. 
it would cost them to survey you. It, it would actually be detrimental to the government to not have your best interests at heart. Well, it depends what you do, doesn't it? Depends what you what you bring into the party in the first place. If you don't bring anything to the party, then well, you don't. You're just kind of in the, in the way, are you? Okay. What you about I mean? what about this then? What about what about all these little scrotes? And uh, listen, uh, uh, you know, if you've worked and contributed into society and you fall on hard times, benefits are there to help you out for a period of time. Unfortunately, we're now in a society where people are third generation. Um, welfare dwellers they're having kids because it's cheaper to have kids than it is to actually go and work right and actually get more money in depending on how many people they've got and how many kids they've got and everything else like that people are doubling up in houses people are leasing their their uh, council flat out that they're getting off the council to other mm. people there's just it's absolute corruption at the lowest levels uh, so the what what's your thoughts on actually we all have different reasons what we need to spend our money on to survive, whether it's things like boot polish, shoelaces, whatever it is you need, you know. So you buy you fucking boot polish, polish you, keep your shoes. you know, you might, might want to keep your shoes clean going for a job. In a I don't know, whatever. The, the, or, or walk proof your boots because your, your lane gets flooded. Um, whatever. The, the point I'm getting at is that food stamps and other bits and pieces, yeah, it's to get the bare essentials, but these should be essentials for you to survive. By having some form of credits uh food stamp type thing means that you're not going to be spending the money on drugs and other bits and pieces yep. yeah there is always going to be a criminal thing where people would buy food stamps off you in exchange for drugs whatever but the fact is we're seeing during covid uh and we talked uh, they talked about the government saying how kids are starving because they're not at school they're not getting school meals well it's because the parents aren't fucking buying them food but they're quite happy buying fucking booze and big screen tvs with their benefit money Mm -hmm. So, I work my tits off. Every single one of us here works our tits off. Our families work their tits off. We worked our tits off the whole time. We pay taxes and we're proud to pay taxes. But what I'm not happy about is the fact that other people don't have to fucking contribute to society and they get more things than I get. So, I, what I would like to see is that stopping and I'd like to see the good people do well and the bad people do fucking shit. You know, and unfortunately, there are good people who get a shit end of the stick um, and are tarnished with the same brush mm. that a lot of these freeloaders are getting. So on your point then about, um, you know, everyone getting a getting a handout, what's your point? Uh, what's your thoughts on good people? Uh, sorry, what's your thoughts on, um, on food stamps or actually that benefit money going to something that's um, not cash and buying drugs? Yeah, I agree. It should be tracked. Tracked by obviously tracks not the best way to use considering the conversation we just had, but yeah, it should be you get this to buy this, and that's what that's what it is. Yeah, you I mean, might have a little bit more. Shouldn't, shouldn't even be like cold cash with it, it should be like the fucking old ration books. I mean, here's your fucking food token. That's yeah. literally what you can do. Yeah, if people trade it under the radar, like by swapping it for fucking stuff like that, then so I mean that's you deserve, that's you own, deserve that's it. Own, yeah, that's their own life choice in it, but to give them like an actual ration book. Go old school, and then if their kids yeah. are if their kids are going to school malnourished and all that, and they're fucking hanging out and they need a footballer to scram away, then pretty obvious <laughs> it's the fucking it's the parents fucking wrapped on them, and then they need to fucking yeah. slap around the grid or whatever needs to happen to them. Yeah. So 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 I I, I do agree with you, Ben. Um, and coming from a parent who 
uh, from coming from who had a parent um, who used to you know get every every single penny that they could get for not get contributing to society. I, I understand and I see how this money is wrongly spent. But the, your idea of uh, using the, the stamps goes back to it's almost the opposite of Gaza's way, but um, a suggestion of that is still a way of controlling people. So you're controlling how they spend their money, and that that'd be the counter argument. Um, your your pe- often, people is it have their this money. money? Is it their money, though, Nick, when some of these people have never contributed into society, mm. never have actually held a job down, or even the goalposts or the rules for having, uh, being able to claim because they've done a couple of part-time jobs? You know, how much have you paid in taxes? Um, look, all of us here left school at, what, 16, 17, something like that, for, for example, right? Mm. All of us started at the bottom. Uh, an equal playing field to everyone else who was at least able-bodied, right? Which is a a majority of society. So we've now got to a stage, well, I did, nowhere near it now, got to a stage where you're on a good wage and your tax bracket is quite high. Yeah? But I accept that. But I have to work my tits off to support someone who doesn't. Yet if I fell on hard times... I would I would be happy to take um, the benefit because I know I've earned it and I've earned um, the, the, the that sort of um, whatever you want to call it, you know that 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 safe safe cushion that the government's given me to to get me through my hard times. Well, you've earned you've earned in theory, you've earned the right to take that money. Sorry, that's fair, but I've had one beer and I'm talking about cushions and safe spaces. <laughs> But yeah, but then, you, yeah. Say, you've, earned, you've earned the right to do it. And again, like it's playing devil's advocate, it's, if people need it, it's there. I mean, people generally are struggling and stuff like that. But mm. it's, again, it's minority, yeah. isn't it? I agree. You're never going to get, no one's ever going to be the perfect or good citizen, are they? Like, you're going to get a percentage that I'm just going to absolutely play the system, play the game. Yeah. I mean, to play devil, devil's advocate, um, I mean, how, how do you quantify good work? What, what, what metric do you use? Like, you know, putting the, putting the graft in and contribute to society. How, how do you say, well, that, that person's, is it by, you know, I, I think someone mentioned this the other day, um, uh, not doing national service, but doing like a country service. So you, you don't you don't join yeah, the yeah, army. Great, you do yeah. it. Um, you, I, I, it might have been you, Ben. I, I can't remember. I heard someone say it, but you don't, instead, the national service that they had in the 50s, instead of doing the national service, you um, you can join the military, but you can also join a charitable organisation uh, for two years. You join uh, uh, once you've done that, you've then given back to society. That's you, and then you've earned the right when you mm-hmm. do come and fall in hard times in the future to take these stamps, to take this whatever fucking income yeah. you're on well, about. Look, gas, anything but- like anything, well, anything like that, mate. Anything like that, Nick. You could potentially earn the skills that you probably didn't necessarily achieve because maybe you weren't ready or you weren't developed enough or you weren't actually in the right frame of mind to get done at school. Like many of us were, some of us just like to go out with their mates and try and chase girls. Obviously, I'm not talking to bootnecks here. I mean, you know, many of us would like to have done that, uh, you know, get some good results, but we didn't because we were too busy doing other things and sky and everything else. So the army or the military for us was our second chance Nah. Um, a career, a life, qualifications. The, there's some really good points recently about this COVID and everything else that people forget. The military are the ones who do mass swabbing at the moment at the lorry parks. The military are the ones who do when 
some dickheads lane floods and come in and help them out. Um, the military are the ones there that are doing op fiasco when the fires are on. The, the, the military get involved in so much. So having a large body of men and women to help out is, is great. And also, as I, as I said on a, a podcast before, it's redistribution of wealth. It's getting people out of shitholes and the problems they're in at the early stages, moving them around, give them some goals and give them some structure, give them some morals to live by and give mm. them some money in their pocket. It's redistribution of wealth around the country, far better than giving them a freebie of 1,200 quid or whatever the money's going to be to do fuck all and suck your backside while everyone else grabs. So let's bring back the national service then. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I think. I think we need to re. I think we'd need to re. Uh, you know, market it. Then. Well, yeah. National service. It, it, so essentially, you'd have um, uh, people work for the NHS. Yeah, essentially, people work for the NHS. Charitable uh, organisations work at the ports. If there's outbreaks, you know, they help out floods, um, which uh, I'm guessing you wish you had a few of um, Gaza's type people um, about, but. Yeah, it's yeah. I think I think there's something in that. Yeah. Um, should it should it be should it be optional? As in, they get a. I know, I know what you're like when you're 16, 18. You're a totally different person to what you are now. But if they sort of offer it up, saying, "Well, you can if you are to do two years national service, this is what can potentially get you further down the line." And you can sort of take take that in your phone. You can be like, "I'm 32. I'm between. I'm between jobs." I'll do my two years national service here and you just sort of tick on tick off box. It's totally up to you. Mm. Yeah. So I think I think Luke's got the um I think Luke's got the boyish charm and looks to be um to be the Prime Minister, but Ben, you you've got um you've got the you know the talking skills and you're mm. able to engage with people. Um Gaz uh, no, def- definitely not going to yeah. lock. Yeah, I'm pretty clever, though. You're pretty... Is that the British we arrogance go, we go, coming out, guys? We go as one collective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's a really good idea. I think, I think between us, I think Luke's, Luke's nailed it, mate. Honestly, I think, that, I think that is... I think it's absolutely nailed it. I think if you could have something like that within... The nation that also provides you don't necessarily have to be an able body to join it um there is tier systems there is um uh, uh not necessarily rank structure but certainly is a, a career structure within that uh, there's elements that companies and businesses can invest into it and take people away from it eventually um i think there's some really good positive things there that actually a national service um, could do really well for the, for the whole of the country uh, of, as I said, redistribution, redistributing wealth, making sure people are employed and, uh, and also giving people something to actually do. I cut away while you're on a high, Luke. Yeah, that's me, lads. Have a good day, yeah. <laughs> Mate, dude, you fucking, you probably think you've walked into a shitstorm there, but we've already had Ben slagging off the NHS. Fucking, <laughs> we've done COVID. We've done Brexit. We've done fucking everything. You won't slag off the NHS, but I, right, I, might, I might actually come out of this fucking on top for once. No, <laughs> Luke, Luke did just say there, but no one picked up on it. That the the people who are freeloading, he said it's just the minorities. 
Oh, really? Oh, uh, I think hell. that's probably the wrong term. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like that. Come on, no. Luke. Right, Luke. Nah. Not Luke. Nick. <laughs> okay, Next one. Big... Let's dive so, on. Uh, so, yeah, as, as I said, we are we are literally bouncing all over this. There's there's That's all fine. sorts of shite that I'm gonna I'm gonna try and dodge. But uh, did you guys see that epic video of that um, explosion in Beirut? Yes. That you didn't see it, Luke. Yes. Mental. Fucking mental. That 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 was, that was absolutely unworkable. Um, yeah, so, so there's, there's a few conspiracy theories. Well, not well. There is a few theories behind where it came from, isn't it? But the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It was essentially a fertilized factory, a fertilized storage facility, on the docks in Beirut. Um, yeah. That, yeah. Well, yeah. Gaz, you're the consp- you, you've got the conspiracy theories, haven't you? Or you, you like them? Um, you, you're Ben. What, what do you know about it? So, uh, I'm just gonna have to jump in. I'm gonna have to go. I need to put CC down. Uh, she's already been oh, thinking shit all over me, and I'm, I'm getting the fucking oh, nod. Mate. mate, if you think it would come, right. just tell me to my face. Yeah, yeah. Um, as, soon as, started, as soon as Nick started spinning dicks, I thought, yeah, it's fucking me. Yeah. Fill <laughs> uh, th- 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 out with your Power Rage t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that is Jen, actually. Yeah. No. Um, right, uh, Are you coming back? <laughs> Say again? Are you going to come back or not? Like you? I'll, I'll, I'll drop you a message, see if you're still on. All right, mate. Yeah. Sad. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. Bye, bye, mate. Bye. <laughs> I'll tell you. I, I'll tell you one on that, Nick. I'm sorry to get us to thunder in two seconds. I would. Uh, I, I've spent a fair bit of time in Beirut, actually, and and I think it's one of the best places I've ever been. It's one of the best places on the piss ever. Beirut. It's phenomenal, um, and the country's beautiful as well. But Beirut doesn't really. Uh, sorry. Um, uh, Lebanon doesn't really uh, contribute anything as a country. Um, everything's usually imported, or um, and most Lebanese people have residence there, I believe, and most of their work's done abroad. Um, the Lebanon itself, I don't really, apart from Al Mazar and, and a lot of jewelry passes through, I don't really know what else goes through Lebanon. But it's an interesting place, Lebanon, obviously, for the, the dynamics, the political dynamics between sort of the Muslim governments and the the, uh, the Christian military and all these other bits and pieces. And um, But to have a great big fertilizer factory in somewhere that doesn't necessarily have a big uh, agricultural industry is quite interesting unless of course as it is it's a port it is a port that um where stuff's transiting through uh what little i do know because i'm massively out of date but a lot of the badness never really happened in beirut it was usually in places like um uh uh well, was uh, uh, Tripoli and, and 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 other places like that. They, they, a lot of the badness didn't necessarily happen in the city itself. So I don't know necessarily if there is a conspiracy theory or it's just the incompetence of of maybe quite a laxed health and safety process. Could be a combination of it all. The docks in Beirut. Could be a combination of the whole thing. People taking advantage of that. Um, yeah, but I mean, it was a big I, bang, wasn't it? It was a big bang, and modern day um, modern day media that you know, everyone's got an iPhone on the um, on them nowadays or a Samsung equivalent. 
um, to capture that, that 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 single video is absolutely unreal. I've never seen anything like it. It's out of this world, wasn't it? Um, and, and with all the, I suppose, all the negative press um, Beirut received in the past, instantly you thought uh, you related it to a certain terror group that uh, you know resides in that area of the world. Uh, and yeah, it was, they, it was don't like, they don't like to shit in their own door. They don't shit on their own doorstep. Um, yeah, there is a happy good. medium in there since obviously the sort of Muslim Christian issues back in the sort of eighties. Um, there is actually uh, quite a good equilibrium going on in there because both see the need for each other to bring in tourists, uh, bring in trade, you know, so a lot of shit doesn't necessarily go on in the city. Um, it's a, it's an amazing place. Uh, well, Chicks are hot, aren't they? I loved it. Amazing. Uh, uh, every, everything's amazing. The beer's amazing. The, the nightlife's amazing. Uh, there's two areas that I remember really well. There's one that's sort of down by the sort of the key, the Bay Area, which is all kind of Maseratis and posh hotels and, uh, you know, all those sort of bits and pieces, rooftop bars. And then there's another kind of area that's just like the French kind of uh, uh, quarter, which is just like sort of a long mile stretch of bars and um like these the nightclub that's done up in an old railway station it's amazing it's just like an amazing place to go and get on the piss and just enjoy yourself uh, and it was i felt it quite relatively safe I felt very safe there in fact um cool. yeah, it's cool cool man cool yeah, then, yeah, uh, anyway, go back. no it, yeah it's just a big event something that stood out and it certainly made this list um so yeah, I'm jumping around, let's pick something that's quite um it's quite interesting. So yeah, the, the the last three points, one of them we've covered already. So um Sir Tom Moore. Yes. So this uh this I'm right saying he's um so for for those who don't know, yeah, he essentially did um a load of during the lockdown, he did a, a distance in his, his garden, didn't he, to raise a lot raise a load of yeah. money. Um, I, I, you know, I, I should have maybe researched it a bit better, but I can't remember the distance. Can't remember how far. But uh, in the process, he's ex-military, isn't he? He's a, he's a veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure of um, the Second World War, and he um, was a captain. And then he's since then he's been uh, knighted, so he's now Sir Tom Moore. Um, yeah, and he, he essentially did a lot for for charity, didn't he? So I suppose that's one good thing from this whole COVID crap. Yeah, and it, it turned out all right in the end. Because I was really concerned that, you know, once he achieved his distance, like if he if he had died in the process, story wise, that's fine, isn't it? Because he's dead, it doesn't matter. But it's a like it's like a a sort of, da-da, you know, he you know he worked and did this till he died or whatever. So if he'd have died, that would have been okay, story wise. But I was concerned. I know that doesn't sound right, but I was concerned that the public would lose interest. He would keep walking once it was done and the public would just lose interest. The way we do, the way we discussed earlier, and we just, instead of being like, isn't it amazing that this guy's doing this? It would be, is he still fucking going? You know what I mean? The difference in tone that you get. And that didn't happen. I was quite pleased about that. But it's an amazing thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think there's lots of things falling out of COVID. Has he been demoted or promoted? He's promoted to colonel now, hasn't he? He's gone from captain to colonel somehow. I mean, if I knew that walking really slowly could get you promoted, I would have done the commando course. He's on you tonight, mate. Yeah, Yeah, he is, yeah. 
I mean, I'm being nice to uh, you today. Anyway, no, going back, going back one, going back one. Second, <laughs> it's, it's, just, just before he gets a counter argument in, I think I've given over eight seconds, so I might have saved myself. Is um, some really good stuff has come out. Now, going back to the point, as Brits, we are fickle. Brits, we do get bored very quickly. Um, you know, is anyone interested about um, uh, Colonel Moore wandering around his garden anymore? Uh, Probably not as interested as we were. Is anyone interested about, you know, the first uh, first liners, the the uh, you know, what you call it, all these the NHS stuff? Not as much anymore. That's because we're Brits and we're miserable. Um, but actually, you know, to finish off uh, the COVID piece, if you look at the stuff that people have done locally to go and support uh, people who have felt very vulnerable, not just because of their age, but because they're of a, an age where they're not necessarily social media savvy. They feel quite isolated. There's people have gone out of their ways to go and make them feel welcome and make sure they're okay. And that's a good British thing um, that we look after each other. Liverpool, for example, is famed for uh, having a community spirit for, you know, Generations, decades and decades. Liverpool is always well known as as a, a, a people that have looked after others, um, and I think that's a true British thing. And I think COVID has brought out some great British attributes amongst the people that's probably absolutely needed, uh, especially mm -hmm. during this crap where the media's drilled up this hatred for the left, right, and divided the people. Well, so I think, I think there is some really good things that have come out of COVID. It's a perfect point, like, and it comes back to our, our national character. And it's it's where, I mean, you've spoke about the media quite a lot of them, but this is exactly where they've been the problem. So yeah. we like a crisis in this country. And what I mean by we like a crisis is we, we like to feel that we can step up to a crisis. Like, right, if the media had turned this differently, you look at the way the media worked during World War II, media was on side with the government. You know, and that's not like judging whatever the government's doing. It's just saying, okay, it's necessary for us to put these kinds of stories morale. out. It's, yeah, morale, bring it all together. And you by doing that, mm. you'll get more people working together and yeah. have a successful result. And actually what's happened is the media have been attacking everything the authorities are doing constantly, constantly. And it hasn't brought us together. Like our national our, our national spirit and our national uh, the way we are, we're, we're, we're more likely naturally to go and do these things together and support each other and do all the right things. But we're being told by the media constantly that, no, this is all rubbish. Everything's bad. Everything's terrible. You stay in your fucking house or, or whatever. You know, stay in your house might be the thing to do. But yeah, it's there's been a divide. And it is, it's entirely because of the media. I mean, when you go outside your house, what do you see? I mean, do you, do you see things being as bad as you're being told it is? Or do you see just people trying to cut about and just do their own thing? And some people are being knobheads and some people are working really hard. Your daily experience is not what you're being told in the media. And that's, I mean, I'm sure the US guys have seen exactly the same thing. Uh, to, in some ways, it's fucking worse in the US. I mean, it's, it's, more, it's more obvious in the US how divided it is media-wise. You pick a side in the US. It's not quite so bad here. But yeah. The, the media are massively Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know about perfect segue, but I think it's. Um, I, I, th I don't want to politicise this again, but you, you do have the, the you do have the left and right, and over the mm. last couple of years, the left and right have always been put on the side. So whether it's Brexit, your COVID, you know, different ways of doing stuff. Um, 
and we've not even touched on it, but you know the, the marches that happened earlier earlier this year, and like this is two groups who like without all this crap that's been thrown at us from the, from the media where they are taking sides and pushing this push, pushing their own narrative. Um, you know, if if you take one bloke in the street and put them next to another bloke, um, the, you know, the, there's not much difference between them, uh, and the, the media try to create those divides. So now COVID, no, now COVID looks like it, you know it's nearing the end. Bar this you new know, next lockdown that's due to happen, um, or that's happening for some. Uh, you know, Brexit's coming to an end. The, there's going to be less political political angles and. Um, for the media to you know to stress upon, and mm-hmm. hopefully this massive divide between the left and the right, which is essentially two different groups of people, you know, is going to reduce and we're start going to come together, whether that's in the middle, centre left, centre right, or, or, or that sort of good stuff. But yeah, hopefully that all starts to come to end, and you know, it seg- segues me on to you know twenty twenty one. It's you know it's all looking good. It's all, um, it, it you know it's looking like a brighter year. But for that, for that reason, because we've not got all this tripe of 2020 to deal with. I'd, I'd like be interesting to, to see what they're going to drag up. Well, that's it. I, I, is that what I'm going to say then? Like, people look, like to look at the government, and whatever government is in, people like to look at the government as being like, yeah, anti-establishment people pay the cost, certainly. But look, so whatever government is in is being like the enemy, if you know what I mean. They're the people yeah. who are telling us what to do and whatever. But the reality is, you can you can vote the government out, whatever that government is. After those four or five years, you can vote them out. You can't vote the media out. The media are the problem. The and you can't you can't people. vote out the civil service, which I've said well, recently as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And, I, and I'm going to be careful here because the civil service is quite a broad brush, and I was I was yeah. told that by the point I raised on my personal uh, social media profile. And but it's very hard to um, to kind of uh, kind of bracket who i'm talking about but in the government the government the heads the heads of state the heads of government the parties they all change and as we've always said previously whatever reason people became politicians for the right reason whatever that reason is but in their hearts of hearts they became politicians for the right reason because they wanted change because they were disgruntled or they weren't happy the way things were going so these people come into power and they do their best but what doesn't change is the people behind it doesn't change the media doesn't change and also the civil servants who who are advising and supporting the government in the background but they're not supporting uh, i've worked with the fco and a lot of the government organizations and they are massively incompetent i can't stress the word incompetent enough for the level these people are paid a constant salary and they're very keen to protect that salary and by doing that they're happy to throw the members of parliament and government under the bus to save their own jobs and by doing nothing which is constantly what they do nothing is the only constant um uh, they're not helping the country whatsoever. So where these heads of, of government are coming in, these parties coming in, they're trying to do something for the, the national interest. Many of these people in the civil service do fuck all. And um, what they do is they protect that by having the media on side. And the, thing, the media is the finger they use to point the blame at the people who are there. You saw it with, um, what's her name, Patel, um, recently where she got up, uh, uh, all irate with her... Uh, her civil servants who um, who weren't doing what she asked for. I don't blame her. 
because they're not mm. used to being shouted at. They're not used to being told what to do. They're used to sitting there nice and comfortable, drawing a wage of the taxpayer for doing bugger all. If the civil servants actually did the fucking job, COVID would have been sorted out, Brexit would have been sorted out, and so would everything else. But they're reluctant to do their job because they don't have to. Um, so, and they've got the media on side and the media in each other's pockets stirring the shit. I would like That's to point true. out, again, stress my point is the fact that when I say civil servants, there are many good people in all these organisations, but we all know that the heads of these departments are fucking incompetent. And they're the ones who, who are dragging the NHS down to its knees. They're the people who are dragging the government down to its knees. And we've, and, you know, uh, I won't go any further than that because obviously uh, it's a sensitive subject, but certainly with the FCO that I've seen out on uh, when I've been away, I've seen nothing but incompetence. You know, I, I, I really I really ask what, what they're actually trying to achieve. Yeah. Not waste money. We'll, we'll save you from that, Ben. One thing, uh, going back, so we're going back on topic, there is... Um, Can I just ask a question first? Am I the only one who's got a thing for Pretty Patel? No, you're not. No, no. I'm, no, you're not. Uh, not yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> you, want, you want to see... My, if, if you look to my Google search engine, you, um, I'd get arrested. Yeah. QK sends me pictures of it. I think he's got nice, yeah. 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 Um, Anyway, carry on. But yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I'll be going back to the point. Going back to the point is, um, I'd be interested to see what the media does to spin um, mm. 2021. Um, I don't want to go into American politics unless uh, Nick wants to, but, um, you know, when you see blatant corruption by people who, um, who it doesn't fit the agenda of the media being ignored... Uh, but you see absolute trivia being dragged up and spread all over the news, then you know there's a problem with the with the media. When you saw, yeah. uh, for example, in Britain, where people were protesting for the fact that uh, young British girls were being groomed um, by Asian men, the fact that it was Asian men is irrelevant. The fact that these people were protesting that young girls were being groomed was not being televised. But when there was something being driven by the mayor of London to talk about climate change and a load of lefties and liberals, that was all over the news. You know, you, you look at climate change that was pressed all over the news, but the amount of shit that was left all over the floor is outrageous. When the Countryside Alliance marched in London, there wasn't a single bit of crap left all over the floor. And also there was no coverage. You know, so the media, certainly the BBC, uh, they're massively corrupt, uh, and there is no real real journalism in my eyes is dead. Real journalism of the truth is absolutely dead, and uh, and it, it's it's uh, mass propaganda now. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think that, as you were saying, there is there's. I know Nick, you're trying you're trying to put a nice spin on that and hope that the 2021s will be better and they won't do it or whatever. But there's there's no end to this. It, there's, there's no reason for them to stop doing it. You know, it, it, as we've said, the <sighs> making a big thing out of absolutely everything, or making things up, or making things appear that they're worse than they are, or only focusing on specific things as long as it makes people preoccupied and angry, it makes money. I mean, that's you know. Well, look at look uh, at um, Grenfell. 
who was the enemy in Grenfell? The head of the fire department, uh, London Fire Brigade, resigned. The London Fire Brigade was made out to be the enemy. The government was made out. It was a Labour constituent. It was a Labour council um, that signed off that building. There was all kinds of problems inside that building of illegal tenants. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't even know who was there. The, the fire brigade, I mean, you saw the faces. These people were crying at the devastation that they found. Yet the fire brigade were thrown under the bus for it because it suited yeah. the media to do so. You know? Yeah. Again, the media needs to be held accountable for the, for the fucking uselessness that it is. You know? Yeah. Um, it's, people are starting to turn this. Like people are slowly realizing that, and it be it will be that that brings it back. It will be this slow move. It's a very slow move, but it is starting. A very slow move away from people watching mainstream media and actually finding their their own people that they trust to give them information. And that's dangerous. That's fucking. That can be fucking dangerous. But um, it it's going to happen. And like. It's whenever Joe Rogan talks about it and talks about the mainstream media, he, he stops himself and he says, It's not mainstream, is it? Because it isn't mainstream anymore. If you look at the numbers of people that actually watch this stuff, it's not. It's people who have like fucking YouTube channels and podcasts and all this stuff. You know, they unfortunately, as soon as I'm wearing examples of this, if you put yourself in this space and choose to like give your view, like we have, you put yourself in this space. It's a part fight back against the, the media without wanting to go on a fucking crusade because it's not what we're out. I sell fucking T-shirts. You know, Ben sells all sorts of stuff. Nick sells brews. You know what I mean? We're just business people now at the end of the day. But, you know, we, we are here in the public eye and we're giving our opinion. And people will gravitate to pe- people who think alike to them or see the world that they see the world mm. how they see the world yeah but you, and that's the good. three of us the four of us five of us we're not different to the people we're selling to no, our no. customer base is us yeah you're yes, absolutely right our customer base, right. base is us yeah but it, it did well I, you know, we don't think we're that, above yeah. them no 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 just to end that like that's that's also a responsibility for us though to try and tell the truth whether we can which we do obviously but also it's a fucking dangerous game because you can get into the echo chambers on a good thing. And then people have a responsibility to fucking listen to the people who whose views align with you. But also you do have to listen to people who you don't agree with because otherwise you become one of these fucking nutters who yeah. only hears what you want to hear and only listens to people that say the same thing as you. And you'll never learn. You'll never know when you're fucking wrong. You know, you've got to, you've got to fucking, as I'm getting attacked by my fucking cat. Um, yeah, you've got to do that. So it'd be easier if we just sell T-shirts and fucking. I know, I completely agree. You know, you're you're always always batting away, pussy cat, guys, aren't you? It's an era. It's just one of those guys, mate. In fact, we have to go anymore. Isn't there an interesting thing though that the the, the 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 best the best way to for everyone to do is for everyone to talk, right, and everyone to communicate and communicate. Uh, share share views and things. Communicate. Gotcha. Um, so. You know, if you just rely on a mainstream media, then you only ever really get one view, and that view is dictated by the editors, the producers of those mainstream media uh, outlets. We're actually, by having multiple outlets and 
getting your sources from different backgrounds, then you're surely going to have a wider perception. Granted, there needs to be some sort of verification or, or there needs to be some sort of fact finder. Now, social media we've seen recently on Facebook, I think Instagram, but certainly Facebook, where they've now decided to become fact-checking uh, different bits and pieces. Uh, it's bullshit because you've got the, the, the one organisation that, that already has an agenda, and we've seen this, doing its own fact-checking. Yeah. It's bullshit. You know, and then, and obviously, the, 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 the problem is we're saying to social media, you know, who are you to dictate what we watch and what we listen to? But at the same time, we're like, well, I didn't have to sign up to Facebook. I didn't have to sign up to Instagram. You know, the, the, what would be nice if there was more options for more social media platforms to, 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 to join? Because like mainstream media, these organizations have their own agendas and who joins these organizations? You know, who works for them? You know? Yeah. Predominantly yeah. lefty kind of types. And that's who they appeal to. Um, often people who probably never contributed or worked in society. People who've never, you know, fucking been at the sharp end. The the one thing I say about uh us as military people, police as well, and people within the services. And I, I mean this not to take anything away from anyone who hasn't, right? But a lot of us, and this isn't like I've seen shit man, or anything else, but I've been to shitholes, right? I know what a real shithole is, and I know what those real shitholes do to each other. And I know how they treat each other. I know how they treat women, and how they treat kids, and how they treat homosexuals, and how they treat other people in different countries, how they treat me. But these libtards who've got rose-tinted glasses don't see this. And nor does the media um, like to, uh, you know, because they've got their own agenda, like to portray what these pe people and places are truly like. So it really fucking corrupts my shit when often these places are seen so romantically, when in fact they're the lowest despicable shitholes you know in the world and, and they're pushing it like <laughs> I'm not talking about Birkenhead I'm going off Ben what are you drinking Drambuie uh, Jack Daniel single barrel select straight, straight from the bottle Okay, now, mate. It's nice. Yeah, I have to use a glass here. Mm. Um, no, it's not. No, it's not. That's, sorry, that's, sorry. That's the hard sorry. stuff I'm on. I apologise. It's actually um, uh, slow gin. Nice. Place. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean... Nick's giving me the fucking yeah. signal there because Nick was supposed... Nick had, Nick's got a date at 8 o'clock that he's late for. So I think we'll probably suck it there. No, I think that's probably apologize. the best idea. Why are you apologising? Well, th 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 this is it's a bit <laughs> of a shame because without getting it in the neck from um, from Zero Alpha from the boss, uh, I could quite happily go on all night and, and finish the bottle of the rest well, of the I can't even talk now. Finish the rest I'm of the bottle. Like, like you could with your missus. Well, yeah, yeah. 
I, I'm, I'm, so how, I'm not even agreeing with you. your strengths, mate. Stay on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take it as a compliment. Yeah. Uh, Luke, Luke's obviously not oh, playing yeah. to his strengths. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I think we've just covered all the, the things that we really shouldn't have covered, so we've done well. We did, did tackle finish, any new subjects there. It was all... Yeah. Okay. What's that then? Uh, well, I don't know. Let's uh, let's talk about some good things that's going on next year, and uh, uh, you know, and things to plan. We've we've always done two hours Nick, fifteen. Nick's going. <laughs> All right, you've got to go right now. Well, is that why you got your hat on? Is it where are you going outside yeah. or what? Or did you like the gangster look? But she likes the gangster look. Yeah, obviously I'm not going outside because of uh, the, the tier restrictions. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> Why is a queue outside? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah ne- next year, there's uh, I th- should we just do a round um, of the businesses, yeah. see what's going on you next year? First. I think that's worth pointing out. You go yeah, first. Go well, uh, yes, well, contact coffee. What, what's, what's going on in 2021? So, Car dealership. Tw- car dealership. Well, yeah, everyone's going mad for these uh, defenders at the moment in our little chat. Yeah, talking about it. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a way forward. So we've we've just got one. It's going to be wheels rolling. Um, hopefully towards the end of February, with uh, a pull-out coffee machine in the back, and it's going to be parked up in. I don't know whether we can go live with this yet, but I've had a couple of whiskeys. So um, a popular West Midlands designer outlet. Um, you know, I know it. actually selling coffees on the street. Being uh, into getting, designer stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Hugo Boss and all that sort of stuff. Drinking your drambuie from bottle. Um. And then, yeah, we've hopefully getting our uh, Charlie One, as we call it, on the road, so we can start uh, attending events if any of it's going to actually happen. So that, that we're so we're diversifying our business, so bringing it to the people, because uh, you are so your. Basically, you bought you bought you bought one vehicle that you can't use, so you thought you'd buy another. And that's a, and that's a solid no, you've business. You've got plan. another one that you can pull it with. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Got, right. So you can pull the other business. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Don't knock it. Um, you bought it off me. <laughs> well, uh, guys, what's you going go on? Next, ben. It's good. It's oh. good thing. All oh, right, okay. Um, I'll go next, shall I? Yeah, you go next, dude. I'm nothing. Staying in business, Ben. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. So obviously, same as uh, we've got ourselves a Land Rover, uh, an old Defender that we've. Um, We've done up quite nicely with the old canvas back. Uh, just a nice little run around, really. It's just to get around Hereford because it's all flooded. Um, we've got a couple of uh, new locations that we're looking at next year. Uh, very excited about them. Um, something that uh, obviously we're all hopefully going to be involved in with a bit of luck. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we've got a couple of new products uh, that we're really excited about that's really going to sort of uh, support uh, the sort of functional fitness industry. So, yeah. Mega, mega awesome. excited. Got a great team, um, and, uh, and I'm uh, proud to be working with them. Awesome, excellent, yeah, excellent. Well, I get it. Like, if you if if you did as you were told and got on the mailing list by seven o'clock today, you would have got an email telling exactly what I'm getting up to this year. Uh, and if you've missed that, then you should have got the fucking mailing list, shouldn't you? Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, thanks for turning up, people, uh, to the inaugural the group podcast. Uh, Always good fun. Didn't think it was going to be this long. Nick, Nick's literally walking out the door. 
I, no, put that sound back on, Nick. Put that yeah, sound back on. Himself. We want to hear this. Yeah. We want to hear this. We want to hear this bollocking again off your missus. Are you getting told off, Nick? It's, it's not bollocking. It sounds like it. I've met, I've met your missus. She doesn't take any shit. Uh, she, no, she, she doesn't take no, any we'll shit. We'll let you go. Right. See you later. Happy New Please, Year, guys. everybody. Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. See you later, mate. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye.